Hey everyone, we're three hours later. We've created a Patreon to help cover the cost of doing the podcast and start creating more content. What kind of content? More podcasts, game streams, short form video projects, and more. But we can't do it without your help. For only $1 a month, you'll gain access to an exclusive podcast feed that'll contain all of our podcasts ad-free and any bonus podcasts that we do. But for as little as $5 a month, you get an exclusive sticker of the month related to the theme or an upcoming episode designed by me, Mike. We also have higher tiers that can get the sticker in a premium format. For October, it's a spooky glow-in-the-dark variant. But in the future, it could be foil, chrome, or other bird attracting materials. Want Mike to draw you and send you an exclusive sticker? He'll do that. That's for a price. The price? It's 30 bucks. Do you want a handcrafted birthday card from the host? We got you, fam! So make sure to go to patreon.com slash three hours later. That's patreon.com slash the number three hours later. I think that is bark, actually bark. where I figured out how to do the dog sound though, I was listening to that stupid thing going <laughs> See you in your room not watching Goosebumps but hearing it playing with toys. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably playing like EverQuest and just hearing like <laughs> There's too many episodes of this piece of shit. All those fucking papers just gone. Why was that a scary thing? Like R.L. Stein just like, oh, He's releasing the, the gooses. My bumps are everywhere. That burp, dog burp, burp, saw burp. it. That dog is the only one that saw it. Ah, look at it. It's, it's a cat. Like, it's Michael Jackson the dog. <laughs> See, you thought it was a dog. But it was a cat. <laughs> that is terrifying. Here, 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 Gee. Here, here. Oh no! Oh no! Another one. Oh, a mummy. No. Oh, wait, actually, no, I'm sorry. Arms. Here, let's do this correctly. Oh, it's a mummy. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry about the mummy on the loose. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. Quick, get in the house. Hey, what's this mummy all about? <laughs> Man, this show's, this show's Canadian as fuck. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. All right, welcome to Three Hours Later. Um, I'm Matt, joined with Alex and Mike, and we got a. It scared me because no noise came out. <laughs> um. A nostalgic Spooktober episode, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, listeners beware. You're in for a scare. Ow. I hit myself because I said that. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about, uh, well, splitting it up here. It's going to be a, a creature feature, double feature, midnight drive, whatever they used to be called. We got Goosebumps, the show, and Monster Squad. And this is my challenge. This uh, is Alex's challenge. The Monster Squad. A Monster Squad. They're like the A team, but for monsters. But also the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Goosebumps books. Um, and then you rewatched it just now and ate everything. You didn't like rewatch the books. 20. You dingus. 25 <laughs> years later. Something like that. So, yeah, when did uh, Goosebumps come out? Well, it's a 90. It's mid 90s. Uh, so I think it was 94, if I'm not mistaken, 95 to 96 was yeah, season one. Yeah, so we got a three-year run. Um, like Mike was saying, it's primarily filmed or entirely filmed in Canada oh, with uh, pure Canadian actors. Very much filmed in Canada. Very, very much filmed in Canada. 
So, so we we chose two different episodes that had each a part oh, one and a part you. two. Fuck you! Didn't you realize? Fuck it? you! You chose four episodes. <laughs> Don't even say this is two episodes. I know you just said it's part one and part in. two. They're only twenty minutes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna get the skittles. This is the most I've sworn in this entire no. entire no. series. No, last no. episode. The skittles. This I'm is the most scotch. This is the most I've sworn without being poisoned. <laughs> Your eyes are poisoned. They poisoned you with the goosebumps. So I chose a haunted mask, which is a part one and part two. And I think it's the most one of the most iconic, at least. Yeah, like maybe yeah. Night of the Living Dummy is up there too, but definitely the uh, the haunted mask is probably the one that sticks in my head the most. It definitely was when I had to think about goosebumps in general. That's still the one that sticks in my mind, and I even had the comic. I'm mean, not the comic, the the movie of it. Um, and I I don't know why I don't even today I don't buy like DVDs or Blu-rays because I don't foresee myself like I seen it, it's done. But for whatever reason, I had the VHS of that. <laughs> for me, I'm just super lazy and like, I have the DVD, but it's streaming on Netflix. Yeah. And then, Matt, you chose. Well, yeah, because you wanted to fill in. Originally, you chose Monster Squad, but it was only like an hour and a half, so you wanted to fill in time. Yeah. So you say you wanted to do Goosebumps, but you didn't know which episodes. Mm-hmm. And then initially, I chose Camp uh, Welcome to Camp Nightmare, which I, is the choice still. But I didn't realize that that one was a two-parter. And then you said also The Haunted Mask, and then we didn't know that was also a two-parter. <laughs> I just remember as as the movie. So I'm just glad that Mike suffered. Yeah, you know what? I no longer feel bad about making you guys watch Transpotting 1 and 2 because I was always like, man, <laughs> I abused the system with that one. No, you actually, had you set, us watch. You, you set precedence, actually. Probably, this wouldn't have happened if you didn't do that. Fuck. No, you had the Bob Lazar, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I, I still oh, no, that was bad, though, but I didn't, I didn't make you watch two Bob Lazars. <laughs> no, one was enough. One was enough. That's still the worst. Well, Bob let's... Lazar 2, Electric, I'm going to lie a bunch. Should we just get the the negativity out of the way, Mike? Should we just get that? Tell us how you feel, Mike. I thought they were actually really good. Um, (laughs) Tell us why. The acting was awesome. Uh, No, it's uh, these these were a slog for me. Like I told you guys earlier in text, like I just this was where I aged out of stuff. Um, This is one of those those moments where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just I'm just enough older because with the height of goosebumps, I'm not a child anymore. Well, kind yeah, at the at the height of goosebumps. Uh, the year this came out, well, we would be what eight uh, when it started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you guys were you guys were eight years old. I you're, was sixteen. You're showing your age. Yes, we get it. You're yeah. cool teen at that that part. He can't hang out with us back then. He can yeah. hang out with us now though. Well, I could, but it would have been looked down it, upon. You would. Um, we'll get into that one later. But you'll, you'll, basi- you'll be Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, here's the thing. I appreciate this show. I'm glad it exists. I totally understand why it scratched an itch for an entire generation of people. Actually gave me itches. It gave you them goose, goose goose booms, goose goose berms. The juice bumps. But it is a terribly made show. For sure. It is. I, I, I I know like a lot of kids shows in the nineties and even now are, are made badly, but it was just weird for me watching it going like, oh, this is like really bad. That's what I was interested to hear from you because I agree but that's why I love it. Yeah, which, I, and this which is... I totally understand. I completely understand because that is usually my jam too. And if I was eight years old when this came out, or like twelve, I would have the rose colored colored glasses where I could watch this and be like, "Oh yeah, this is my childhood." Even even now, like I, I did, still kind of have a hard time with these. There's a specific reason why I chose this one though, is because it's just so damn ridiculous at the end. But well, this, <laughs> this is kind of what opened the door for me as a kid to campy horror, though, especially this episode because it's literally like. They're literally basically at uh, Crystal Lake in this one, and so that's 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 where my love slowly started to, to to come from for the horror stuff. So this one legitimately pissed me off. Like the the, the other one, the Haunted Mask. 
not my favorite and I have, you know, there's critiques of everything in it, whatever. But I at least like, I actually enjoyed the story and I could even see them remaking that and making it good. This, this one made me so angry. (laughs) This one was the dumbest one. The characters were stupid. It had sunglasses everywhere. It had what? Three twists at the end of it? Like a twist. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then a second twist. And you're like, wait, what? And then the third twist, they go to credits on. You're like, what are we doing? Like, was this R.L. Stein's dream journal? And they were just like, I love it. Publish it. Make it a, make it a show. Beware. And for a scare. That was an awkward intro by him, by the way. On, I think, The Haunted Mask. Oh, I, oh I, yeah. That was weird. Well, I think it's because it was like the movie. It was like straight up a movie, wasn't it? It, it was, um, it's not a movie. It, it, it was like an event on Fox. Oh, okay. It would just be like that one like hour block of Goosebumps. Yeah. And then he would do the intro on, on those special episodes. I was the opposite, though. Again, I grew up with this, but I re- I, I totally forgot about this one and re- rewatched it maybe last year. Um, talking about Welcome to Camp Nightmare, and the totally bizarre twist ending is what made me like love it. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, like even the all of these have have are like the Twilight Zone of of like kids shows, kind of. Um, you know, there's always that twist ending. What a twist. Well, and yeah, and you can tell watching this, they're like, oh man, this is like our Twilight Zone, but it's not. It's just. But of course, it's based off of the books. Batshit mental. Um, which, so the way that Arl Stein writes his books is he comes up with the title first and then writes the story. <laughs> is that so? Yeah. I 100% buy I'm not even saying that as a shitty thing. I 100% buy that, though. And so that's why he like, strikes me well, as a Stephen King well, type. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, countless people will call him the children's Stephen King. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's taking the same uh, the same style Stephen King has, where he just has like a quick idea and I can't end it. Does uh, like three rails. We're going to writes, Earth. Yeah, writes eighty five percent of a story and calls it a day. I don't think he did coke, because R.L. Stein just seems like a I I don't do anything besides tea. R.L. Stein, this seems like Stephen King's like square brother. Yeah. Oh come on, Stephen! I don't think we can. Um, I don't think we should be doing that cocaine. Sir. I don't think you should be writing that scene with those kids. I'm high on life. <laughs> watch the, oh man this fucking kid I got bit by a snake I thought that was uh, uh, Smalls for a while well the guy's still wearing sunglasses and it's like I wear my 10 o'clock at night and the kid is still wearing sunglasses with his black bandana because it would reveal that he has alien eyes because he's the only one that doesn't have regular eyes you gotta but, read between yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just such a funny setup because you know you see all these kids disappear I mean there's a snake bite and they're like oh he's he was never here that like, actually what are you, uh, what are you legitimately about? like kind of scared me Mm-hmm. Like I know, I I knew the setup of it. I knew that part wasn't true. And then, but like imagining being in his shoes, and like being worried about your friend, and then your friend disappears, and then they like there's no one here named Billy ever. Like that would kind of scare me. Like am I crazy? <laughs> I'm not crazy. I I saw him. Well, there's legitimate good hooks to this story. Like really legitimately good hooks. Like that. Like the um exploding werewolf that didn't die. I don't even understand. Okay, so yeah. Here, <laughs> let me let me throw. Let me just grab my notes real quick. Welcome so is- the show. issues I have. Kids were Number ditched one, on the we're... side of the road. No discernible entrance to camp anywhere. Bus driver doesn't speak. No reason given. Just seems angry. Like, what the hell? Like, that's not even... There was no characterization. It was just like, it It begins in media res. You're just... It's happening. There was no need for it, though. It was, just, was there? I, it, there was no need for them to, like, have that scene. They could oh, have yeah, just dropped them saying. off. Yeah. It could have just been, like, them arriving at camp. But no, what was the I get that. that I, rewatching and, this and, after so many years... And as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is a weird scene. And then I forget about the werewolf explosion from a flare gun. And I was <laughs> like, wait, gun. what? 
the only character in this entire episode that I legitimately think is is a like really good character is Uncle Al. I I do love Uncle Al, and I think it was just because of the flare gun, though. Um, I he think does that, remind me of John C. Riley a little bit. Right. I I literally was thinking he reminded me of like John C. Riley or like um Hopper from Stranger yeah. Things. Like there's that little bit of like I'm your friend, but also I'm an adult, but also I'm immature. <laughs> but I I thought it was cool that like he would in one scene go from like concerned to ultra happy like hey i'm uncle al yeah. like don't you ever do that again <laughs> um like his acting was surprisingly way better than everybody else's yeah way better than it should have been that's, for oh, yeah. that's, that's gonna be most of the series i think there's always gonna be one standout actor and then just a bunch of people that picked up from the street and uh they had to use like i, I think there's weird laws in canada where if you are able to use a canadian actor you have to use a canadian actor so that's why they're filming in canada because it's cheaper so that's why everyone here is uh, Canadian, but they can't act all the time. And sometimes it is just like off-putting, especially growing up when you hear them say things, but you don't realize that they're like from somewhere else. Yeah. But it's just like the way that something is said. Now, like every time I hear a, a not even like a hardcore, like, don't you know, kind of accent, just like the small words like Hoose or Mario or Futurama. Sorry is the one that always gets me. Always just kind of throws me off. I think there's a story about Arl Stein saying that when you go to like book signings and stuff in America, there are all these kids, you know, show up and someone like, I'm an actor. How can I be in the show? And he's like, well, you gotta be Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From the four episodes we watched, I can say that's a hundred percent true. So let's see. So the kid gets bit by a snake, never existed. And his hand swells up all big, but they never show it. I felt like that was a, that was a missed opportunity for a really easy prosthetic. that could have made it look gross, but they didn't. It is kind of weird where they put the money. Because they put a weird amount of money in that werewolf. Yeah, and it like it was only half of a werewolf, but it showed like it was definitely like an actual animatronic. Yeah, thing. they showed yeah. you the actual like I want to know what movie they got that off of because that clearly was not built for this episode. Well, that's I think it was though. That's the weird thing is well, like I mean, how much money they're spending on just. It may. I'm wondering if like maybe the armature was like from something sure, else. And they yeah. made like a new body for it. Make a dog. Work 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 work. I yeah. like. Have you, I just noticed that his shirt has a save it and it's the Earth. Have you, have you noticed that uh-huh. right now? It is literally a picture of the planet Earth that says "save it," the planet that he didn't know about till the well, last minute. I don't. Oh like- yeah, spoilers! One of the f- <laughs> five hundred <laughs> twists is they're not on Earth, but they're going to Earth. And why does nobody comment on the fact that they just murdered a child? <laughs> I know he stands up and he's okay, but like somebody should question at some point either the dent or the hit or the fact that he's okay. Just something needs to be questioned here. You know what cracks me up this episode is when he's in that sleeping bag. And they drop him. <laughs> and he has like a concussion. And he's like hearing noises and he's just crawling underneath. Saber's the- coming. Saber's coming. I don't, I don't think I would have been angry at watching Goosebumps had it not been for this specific uh, this episode. This I'm, episode just really made me angry. I'm glad I ruined it for you. Um, <laughs> so we don't want to spend too much time just like explaining the entire episode since we got uh, stuff to go over do we want to so i don't even know how to like go about this because it's odd structure we got this episode all right here what is what is your favorite part of this episode the ending it's just yeah same here out of nowhere like what the what (laughs) yeah he was prepping the whole time by his parents the twist wasn't the twist who are scientists (laughs) he knew they were scientists this whole time always went on on just away so he was used to it no, like it's not even that part. It's just like the constant like and, turns. Like, oh, just kidding. 
Um, and your parents are in on it. Oh, also, we're aliens in Earth, yeah. so they were going to go do it. Yeah. And yeah. also, everybody... So what I wrote down, I get the government needs proof that Billy's a good soldier, but somehow they have 30 child actors on a retainer and an animatronic animal head. Like, they just have these there because they're like, well, if you want to take your son to that other planet, we ought to make sure we have everything you need to test him. And that involves a summer camp. Earth's weird, <laughs> dangerous and full of werewolves. Apparently. And snakes. See, that's what and I... also, you might have to murder your father. I want to know the background of this this planet. Like, I want to know that's if they're wh- like... That's they're why tell- I like it, though. Like, I want to know, like, do they tell stories about, like, the planet's full of nothing but wolves and snakes? <laughs> planet of the snakes? Like, I having, mean, having that. all the strange events happening on Earth, I mean, I assume it's Earth, the rest of the episodes. So I, w- I kind of want to know if these are, like, in my head, I'm trying to piece it together. Like, what if these, like, aliens, so to speak, are the ones that cause all the other episodes to happen? I know it's, like further down the list of episodes but kind of explains kind of the weirdness you know you could almost loop that all together you know what they should have done like one extra twist where the last part of the episode is them getting to earth in like 1987 (laughs) and then their style is what influences the 90s because the show also looks like it's made in the 90s yeah like just like the hair like i always hated that that. i'm sure you probably had it mike yep (laughs) the (laughs) The jtt well you got to man you had to have the butt well i always had curly hair i wasn't i can't can't do it straightener man um, I'm, I'm in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> that would go over really well. Look at those curls. It'll take them like all morning just yeah. to get those those straight. The second you sneeze, the moisture is yeah. tighten back up. I do have to say my favorite line from this episode was, uh, why is it called the forbidden bunk? Because it's forbidden. Yeah. Well, see, the forbidden bunk did make me think. I was like, man, if I ran a camp, I would have one bunk that we just made look like trash. Always had sinister lighting coming out of it. And it would be where all the adults hung out. And then every now and then we'll dangle a glowing fish on a stick. Oh, it's the, <laughs> oh, it's man. the ghost koi. That's what happened. All right. I so. said yokoi in the, the, the chat and nobody laughed. I'm mad at both of you. I didn't know what you were. Rep- yokai like, is I, a Japanese ghost and it's a koi fish. fish. The yokoi. Uh, no, I get it. Uh, I, I didn't really <laughs> pay too much attention to it. I was working, Matt. Okay. I was working. It was nine o'clock at night. You were watching baseball. I was. <laughs> All right, so now Watch we'll get to baseball the, right now. We'll get to the good episode. That, and I'm using that the good Earth, though, so loosely. That twist in the Earth it shook me as a kid, though. Yeah, I just any one of those. And I think that was the introduction of twists to me too. I think yeah. any one of those twists, though, legitimately, I could have been like, "Hey, what a good Twilight Zone twist for a dumb kids show." But it was the th- it was like they did all of them, I man. And just the over the topness is why I love it. I agree, all your bad. friends are actors. What? They're all alive. What? Here's your parents. What? Aliens. Your parents are this. What? Here's the wolf. What? <laughs> By the way, going to Earth. The fuck, man. But Goosebumps is just known for that. They're known for their like, like, oh, I'm gonna bring over the monster like teacher, Run and it's like, mesh. but but my parents monster. eat monsters. I love that one too. You know, I almost picked that one as well. I I watched I watched what? a YouTube video like the top ten like books. And they're all like humans are the monsters. Again, though, that's the good. That's one good twist. Yeah. Everyone deserves one good twist. Well, there's a blob monster that is created by a kid who he's anything- actually R.L. R. Stein, I think. Uh, the blob was- that ate everything. Yeah, yeah. I think the kid is supposed to be R.L. Stein. Oh wow! And the blob monster is actually the one writing it the whole yeah. time. It was like the blob monster was the creator. What <laughs> the fuck? Bark 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 bark. Wait, is that gonna be how you transition between the episodes? Like, yeah. bark, 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 bark. The uh, invisible uh, kid, where the the girl was always saying like, "There's a ghost, there's a ghost, there's a ghost," but it turns out there's a kid that was just invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and what? They were, and they were aliens, I think. They were aliens. No, no, no. no. They were no. monsters. They had the eyes yes. in the back of the head. I think. Yes. That one scared me. Yes. 
I'm Mike, a... eyes in the back of the head. I'm come on. I'm just seeing the like joy in your guys' faces, and I'm like, <laughs> man, on. so happy for you. Mark, 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 mark. All right. So Super yeah, the, sec- Mike. the second did. episode. You did we like this one. Uh, like is I'm using the term loosely. Like in my <laughs> ranking, this is the number one episode of Goosebumps I've ever seen. Out of the four episodes, out of the four episodes I've two seen of the two stories, <laughs> I think this one was a this was a legitimately good story. That was, and this is where I sound like an asshole because like this is the stuff they couldn't fight. Like this is this is a good story that I think was ruined for me by pretty rough special effects at times, but also more than anything, just really crappy acting. Like, I think the kids in this episode are way worse than the kids in the other episode. Yeah. um, And it's weird with Carly Beth is both good and really bad. Yeah. Okay. I I noted that. I I noted like every time it's her acting, I hated her. But when she was doing voiceover, the voice she was doing was awesome. That voice was really good. I don't know what was like different. Like as a different director, like maybe the voice director was like, no, just get get loose with it. She was looser. She sounded cooler. her. (laughs) Yeah. She sounded like she had more fear of an adult trying to murder her. Hey, it's me. Also, right in the books. Yeah, can I we? Bet you didn't know this is what I look like. Yeah, can we talk about that? I got that some part? sausage on my forehead. <laughs> God, <laughs> that's like, all I look at. To be honest, I don't even look at his eyes. Oh. I just, I'm just throwing out there, like he he knew he was being recorded for this. For sure, no, he some, loves. Um, Arl Stein is he's more comedic. Like he wanted to be a comedian growing yeah. up. Yeah, he loved this shit. Like when they were doing any type of interviews, he's he has like bits prepared for interviews and he like repeats them every time it's just weird to me that the whoever directed it wasn't like we're gonna slick your hair back we're gonna make you look <laughs> cool or we're gonna light you cool nah, but they right. light him really bad and they dress him like a creep <laughs> like everything about him is like don't talk to him and just like this delivery though just hey i'm the spooky can, man can i talk about the looks of a child without becoming a monster no don't care i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> Carly Beth might be one of the ugliest child actors I've ever seen in my life. She looks like she's devoid of any features on her face. She looks like if you, a test dummy came to life. I was going to say, you're confusing her. her with the mask? No, the mask was perfect because it looked just like her emotionless visage. It was disgusting and I hated her. I think they chose her just because of the... Because <laughs> she looks so much like the doll face. She <laughs> does. She looks like an, an animated like doll. It's like creeping a default the human. That's Oh man, I wish that was her name. Default humans. Default. Default. <laughs> yeah, she looks like the first character that you accidentally pick when you pick female in a Morrowind. <laughs> like you that's hit female. You see in a monster maker. Yeah, you, you hit female elf, and that's what pops up. <laughs> high elf, probably. Yeah, and then you're like, oh no, this is terrible. These cheekbones are way too high. <laughs> they don't look the same when you turn it. Um, I love the premise of that. She's just scared of everything. Yeah. So I legitimately think the story in this one is good. Like it, the character is a decent enough character and so far as it's easy to understand what she's mm-hmm. what her motivation mm-hmm. is the bad kids are just dick kids which who waits the kids the new spinoff <laughs> so not <laughs> only did she choose wb a pumpkin super late they had a the kids had to be there every single night yeah. waiting for her every night they're like carly bros can give her one night we're gonna mess her up so bad it's because we like or her. <laughs> or here's the other part her best friend is literally Why? setting her up yeah because huh? that's what Carly Beth assumes happened. Oh, Stephen. Was it Stephen Carl or Stephen Chad? I think it was Chad. Damn it, Chad. Chad and Kyle. One, of, one, of, Chad one, and Kyle. one of them is the character in the second part. The, the Haunted Mask part two. Not the second episode. So confusing. I know. Haunted Mask re- two. Well, I'll, I'll the Haunted the, Mask part two, part one. Yes. Okay. It's one of those. One of the bullies. Oh, so it, okay. So it gets off her brother's face. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Thanks well, for, I forgot about that. Now I have to watch it. It's a different mask. 
it's, uh, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, an, it's an old person mask. To be fair, yeah, yeah I guess they decrepit. do show there's multiple masks. Yeah. Um, but also the the masks just come off the brother and get on the the. So I the, love when they start floating and chasing her. That that was the part where like as much as I don't want to crap on the special effects in this because one it's from the mid '90s and two it's a children's show so I get it it's a sliding scale. That effect was just bad. No matter what year it is, that effect was bad. <laughs> it's and still also. Scary. The fact that they had to, like, they felt the need to ugly up the mask maker. And so all they did was just, like, sneeze on his face. Yeah. Just, like, rub Arl Stein's head for it on him. <laughs> <laughs> See what's going on. Pace, 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 pace. Uh, <laughs> that's how he draws. Um, those two things, like, really bother me because, like, in some of the scenes when he's lit, he looks like he's supposed to be an albino. Then other scenes, he just looks like a creepy old dude, which that's for anybody making anything like scary that needs to be scary for adults or kids creepy old dudes are enough you don't yeah. need to ugly him up you don't need to give him an accent just or, uh, creepy old dude well, Why sometimes you need an accent like scary old german guy well but you know what though <laughs> like but i bought that accent that wasn't like an extra thing if you told me that guy had that accent in real life i'm like yeah oh my uh, face i have so much alligator <laughs> well, why did they did they need a float <laughs> not only well, that but why like carly beth's nose looks like it's literally part of her cheek <laughs> she's so bad she's so ugly (laughs) she is the mask later on this is why i hate goosebumps because i'm one of the bullies i has goosebumps on his face i legitimately thought (laughs) the gersberms girl was just doing carly beth (laughs) (laughs) look at her face and eyes (laughs) oh my god it's plaster purse (laughs) did you notice that the mouth moves yeah Mm -hmm. that was and that's again there's legitimately good things in this had you only picked this one I would have been going like, guys, I might watch some more of this Goosebumps. This seemed all right. Mark, 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 mark. Like, well, what would have been cool is if she got decapitated. That would have been cool. But then she was a mask, and then she was there next to them. And then her family wouldn't have to see her face anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, <laughs> this, I hate this child's face. That is this episode. Or this she episode gives me the Goosebumps. Of, of too many twists, though, because I think they already had a good scenario when the mask becomes part of you. Why does the mask become part of you? It's a creepy mask made by a creepy man. He did it. I don't know. But then it's like, the other ones want to see you too. Why? Why do they want to come in? Yeah, it lost me there. And then I didn't read um, this book, but I guess in there it says something like the reason why he makes all these masks is because he was like burning some chemical fire. Oh, is that why he has like a one inch patch of like dried semen? (laughs) It's not completely dry. Drying uh, semen, but he's supposed to be wearing a mask this entire time, and it's transforming into one of the the, the unloved or whatever they called him. So we don't oh. you actually see his actual self. He's like all burnt up underneath the. Also, that was the part that bugged me is he's like they're the unloved, yeah. and they never get picked. And I was like, wait, hold up, you could have just said like this designed on magic, or I'm a magician, I would have been okay. But you had to be like, these masks came to life because no children bought them. Bullshit! They're the coolest looking masks in your shop. You must have priced them too high. Kids want those masks. No, they transformed because he wore them. Those were his old masks. But he keeps calling. He's like, they're the unloved. Nobody wants them. Because he didn't them. love them. They're, yeah. They're, he was, he's he's the, the, the root of it all. It's just, that's where it started to fall apart. But then, because like, I like the idea of like, first she has the mask on and she just feels empowered and brave. And then like, that's really cool. Oh, I forgot that they made her eat a, eat a worm. <laughs> so you, and every time she bit this. But she deserves it, right, Mike? Because of her face? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, she did. She looks like a fish. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it up. I want you guys to listen to when she bites the sandwich. That was that's tuna. That is just it's tuna, a tuna sandwich. Tuna bread, Why is it crunchy? Maybe she ate all the pickle right then. Oh, Mom, you put all the pickle <laughs> in one bite. Oops, all pickle. 
It's like a gas station sandwich where they put all the stuff up front, but none of it in the back of the sandwich. Also, only one kid's dressed up, which means that kid is not <laughs> dressed up for Halloween. That's just a creep. Oh, man. Yeah, that's one clown. This <laughs> one. One kid, She dude. is the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed because I noticed. a society. Because I rewatched this again today because this one kept you love disappe- it so much. So here's the weird part. I don't know if it's because I watched it three times to finally remember it or what, but the, even now we're watching it more and I'm like, God, I think I actually might just like this episode. <laughs> but like, I noticed all these weird things today where I'm like, why is this sandwich making that noise? What's up with that dude's face? What's up with this girl's face? But also like, why is there only one kid dressed at that lunch? And why are they, why are they picking on her and not the one kid dressed as a clown? Mark, 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 Mark. I guess uh, he was inspired to write this because his son was wearing a Halloween mask at home and it started kind of fused to him because of the heat and the sweat. And like, oh, hold on. It doesn't help his kid escape from it. Just like, I got to write a book real quick. Papa, please. (laughs) You're 38, Junior. You can get it off yourself. He just churned these books out too when you think about it. Oh, yeah. He did. Oh, yeah. I think over 200 or something. I, uh, I, did he, did he write all of them? Um, there's a, because they're like Tom Clancy books aren't written. Well, now he's dead. But right. even before then, they weren't always they weren't written by him for a long time. So there was a uh, controversy about that. I'm pretty sure he did. He did have people outline some of them. But there was a contract with him. And I don't think it was Scholastic. It, it, it was published through Scholastic. But there was another company that was kind of backing him and his wife. And there's something about in the contract where Goosebumps books can only be written by Arl Stein. And I think he was trying to get out of the contract. And they're like, well, you're using ghostwriters and this is this. And like, we made this rule so you couldn't make books without me. That's not how this works. So maybe, I don't mm. know. I, I, I did hear that like some people were at least doing the outlines for some of them. But I think he did do Like they just the walk rest. in the room and they're like, all right, here's my story. He's like, I love it. Here's yep. a book. Ka-ting! Yeah. And like, I think legitimately the designs of all these masks are like really good. Some of them are like Hellraiser looking. Yeah. I was, I was literally about to say a couple of them literally look like Cenobites. Yeah. Like, they look like a first pass at a Cenobite. Like you put a fish hook in that one's teeth. Or yeah. lips. I think we all know which, which one. It's like the, the, it's going dentist, the, one the dentist hooks. Yeah. yeah. Why did he lock the door? Because <laughs> of the implications. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love the fact too that it's like the whole idea is like the little girl's supposed to be afraid that she's stuck in there with this creepy man, not like just any man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not any adult male who just locked the door behind the Creepy them guy with it the Halloween store. <laughs> Pepperoni face. No, thank you. Her brother's reaction when she first puts the mask on is the most over the top shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Because that little kid is also a, a, just a terrible actor. So he's just like, no! <gasps> Who are what you? Is, what is he? <laughs> What does he say though? Like, Neener Neener got you or something? Got yeah. your wiener? No, Alex. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't referencing what you were saying. He was just letting you know. He got it. Give it back. Um, I think uh, I wrote down that I think the brother was like grows up to develop Goose Game because he just pops out of the nowhere and just like honk honk. What's he doing? Um, but I do also like the fact that like the kids like, how'd you change your voice like that? That's the scariest part. And then she's like, I don't know. I know. But I like it. Yeah, I kind of dug the I like it part that she did. I was like, that's the only thing she did in this whole episode where she's not wearing the mask. I was like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That was pretty cool. God, one of my favorite things from this episode, though, is that doll face. Just a subtle, like, movements it does. Yeah. God, that. How scary is that, though? Just watching, like, walking around with your own head. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately, I think this is a cool costume where it's like, I've got the ghoul face on and and running around with it and then having like the your own head on a pike where and the red scarf look like blood like it's smart it's a good costume the mask is iconic too 
it has like a almost like a like a Halloween feel, like like the movie. Yeah. Well, dude, this this I honestly think this exact story could be developed as like a good PG thirteen horror film. Uh, you should check out Halloween three season of the witch. I've seen Halloween three season of the witch, and I gonna say something crazy it's one of my favorite halloween movies. it is my favorite one of mine also like but I that's what i mean it's the the masks yeah it's just such a good crazy story okay is every costume in this episode besides the mask handmade i mean you have the duck a cockroach a cat yeah I mean, yeah they didn't have a lot of commercial co- costumes back then most of mine were all handmade back in the 90s well and that's how you got rid of old couches yeah my mom made, made me scorpion one year oh now my now my head oh, is sad Get over here. One time she just like didn't know what I was and just made me like basically the, the, the swamp monster. <laughs> I just piled some shit together, Matt. Yeah. Here's some, yeah we here's, had some spinach that was going to go back. I got some shiny fabric, some felt. Uh, uh, KO, watch out. Your head's really big. <laughs> <laughs> the weird part is I do remember like the first year my mom bought me. Like I remember we went out to get. Your mom paid for you? <laughs> yeah. The, when, when I got to go home when finally. They bought me from the store. The layaway was over. No, um. <laughs> The first year when I got like my first like my choice Halloween costume where I got to pick it and my mom and I went to the costume store and the only thing I wanted was this articulated skull mask that would move with your like the jaw would move with yours and it was stupid expensive. I think it was like $50 and she got it for me. She's like, this is the only thing I'm buying you this year. And so you have to figure out how else you make this costume. (laughs) And I think I used that mask as the primary base of every costume I wore for the next like 10 years. Worth it then. Like I was, I might still have the mask in a box somewhere. <laughs> I was surprised like, you didn't say like, I dressed up as Steven Spielberg. Dude, I would, I would literally like buy other masks to put over that mask just so I could get the cool like, oh, take it off. Ah! I love the way the, the first part ends. It's just her shaking her friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to murder you, friend. And then it comes back and she's like, JK, what's up? Let's go <laughs> Let's go fuck up those other kids. JK, LOL. It's just joke, bro. Um, okay, so what do, what do we think about this one? Yeah, from from Goosebumps-wise, it's one of my favorites, and that's why I chose it. Do you think it like holds it? Like, do you think it's a good... Because this was like a bonus it's, episode, right? Yeah. It wasn't actually like part of the season. Do you think like it's like something to jump off with, or do you I, think I, it represents the show well? I think it does. I mean, it, every single episode that we talked about always has a twist ending, and you get that twist ending early. It doesn't come off, you know. Uh, so for this episode, this one could could still hold up if it's re- like if it's remade. I'd watch it. Yeah. You know, as as opposed to some of the other episodes, it just doesn't live up, and it won't. You know, and some of that has to do with technology or mm-hmm. whatever. But you still have people wearing Halloween masks. You was, still have people, yeah. you know, chasing I think, that. I think the bones of this story is legitimately good. Like the actual story is a legitimately good story. I'm shocked I'm saying that because I was ready to shit all over both these guys were watching. I'm like, you know what? I didn't hate this one as much. I just really hated that first one. Good. So how's that dummy? Is that dummy scary? That dummy, dummy is pretty scary. That dummy to me when in watching these Goosebumps originally is what made me like, not want to watch like Chucky and all the other ones, like anything with the doll preface. Yeah, you know it, what? Should have made Mike watch it. Now that we know your fear of uh, misplaced dolls, what? Should have made you watch Night of the Living Dummy. No, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. You can't challenge. make me do nothing. Bark, 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 bark. All right. So, okay, so it's quiz time. Uh oh, quiz time. Billy Quiz Boy, answer me these questions three. I'm here to answer questions. So, like I said, Arlstein 
Weston. Huh? <laughs> he would come up with the title of the book first and then write the book afterward. So I'm going to list off a... I'm, I got 10 book titles. I want you to tell me if it is a Goosebumps book or not. So Alex is probably going to win. But just choose true or false. Probably not because I mean, they look, all sound a, like books. It's a 50-50 50 50 shot. Well, man. you've already said at least two of them. I oh, think. okay. All right. So first one, Say Cheese and Die. Well, that's, that's, that's a book. I actually, I've, I've heard that book title. Yeah, Remember, I, I worked at a bookstore, so I sold Goosebumps to many children. Hey, kids. I gave Goosebumps to many children. <laughs> when you see my bumps, you little guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, the second one. Number the second. Zombies ate my homework. That's got to be a real one. Mm. I feel like there's at least a book called that. No. Zombies ate my teacher. I don't remember here ever him call like anything zombies but i could be wrong but i'm gonna say no as a fake one it, there is a book called that is it? okay I was, like, yeah, I was like i know that book I, exists. I, I made it up and i had to look it up i was like of course it exists but it wasn't a goosebumps um it was <laughs> it was called a i couldn't think of another, an acronym for, <laughs> for, for goosebumps goosebumps some chicken pox <laughs> it, was called, it was called chicken bumps chicken lumps <laughs> they got the uh goose lumps goose, my li- lovely goose, lady lumps goosebumps and chicken bumps should get those lumps checked out, Alex. All right. <laughs> uh, there was another word for goosebumps that I like goose pimples or like duck goose pimples. pimples or yeah, goose yeah. pimples. I hate that. Okay. Uh, the third one is It Came from Beneath the Sink. That is definitely a goosebumps book. I would have said it's not. Like, that just seems like a ridiculous title. Okay, Alex, let me answer first because you are too confident. You yeah. know these too much. <laughs> that was so like, yeah. Definitely, it, it this is. One. I would have said no on that's that. That's actually sure. one of my favorite episodes, I think, because that's the one with the, with the potato at the end. It has like teeth. <laughs> oh, Carly Beth shows back up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they were alone. She had enough problems. I'm gonna leave her alone, just like every human being did after that was over in her life. Stop. She's already dead. Alex, call nine one one. She's not dead. That's just her emotions. <laughs> what a twist ending. That's just her face. That's uh. You just defiled the corpse there. <laughs> All right, number four. The Barking Ghost. That's got to be fake. That's about a dead dog. That's too sad. Bark, 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 bark. That, oh, my God. That was the dog that was yelling. I, I think it's fake, too. It's not to be confused with the barking spider, but it is real. Oh. Shut, shut your damn mouth. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> this is the Barking Ghost. This is Canadian Barking Spider. Yeah, that's going to be my excuse now. Oh, the Barking Ghost. <laughs> my dad oh. would always say, oh, stepped on a duck. <laughs> Well, that duck smells like shit, Dad. <laughs> that duck smells like you pooped your it pants. Sure does. What was that? What was the synopsis on that one? Scared uh, of his own shadow. That's what everyone says about Cooper Holmes. But when the Holmeses move into a new house Holmes deep in the is. woods, scary things really do start happening. Problem is, no one believes a scary cat like Cooper. But then no one else heard the bone-chilling barking late at night. Bark, 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 bark. Or ran into two evil-looking dogs who disappeared into thin air. Uh, Alright, fifth one. I was a teenage eldritch whore. H-O-R-R. H-O-R, yeah, H-O-R-R-O-R. That's gotta Not be whore. fake. That's that's so, like, eldritch whore is what I was into at that point. That cannot be a Goosebumps book. Nobody, because the second you do that, you have to say Cthulhu, and no kid can say that. I saw a license plate is the that, other day. Is Cthulhu. that Choo-choo-choo? Yeah, choo Cthulhu. Trip, trip, trip. I think that's too much to be a Goosebumps book. It is fake. Yeah. His normally pretty short and it's like just kind of out out there. If it was the Elvish horror, I would have believed you, but Elvish, <laughs> I, I was Elv- like, nah. I was an Elvis 
whore. I was an Elvis whore. <laughs> I was a whore. What? Whore <laughs> well, mama. All right. Next one. Egg monsters from Mars. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that better be fake. Is that an honest ass? True. It's real. Yeah. That's one of my favorite what ones. What does this even have? What is this? <laughs> what is this? I like that that one came up next after you're like, no, they're usually pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, but then they're not like too elaborate. They're like just out there. Big monsters from Mars. Yeah, yeah, there's usually only three or four twists per book, not like seven. But that's the cover that pops in my head. Uh, I think even more than the mask, it's like this giant like egg that's cracked open and like this, the yolk is like this weird monster with beady black eyes. Sumpty Dumpty looking son of a bitch. Yep. All right. Uh, alphabet, spoot, alphabet soup spells death. I want that to be a real title. That's a good title. If you made that up, you should write it. I think that was his answer. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah I think it's real. Sorry. I was like, why are you staring at me? I just want to take a drink of my water. You should write that. <laughs> good scotch. <laughs> I want to say that's fake. It is fake. I made it up. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go write this. Only because I think that'd be like a brand kind of like, you know. Like, That's what I was afraid of when I came up with it. I was like, you might get it. I'm Campbell's Soup. <laughs> I don't know. I like that, though. Because <laughs> I, I feel like it's like, next time, Alphabet Soup spells death. Yeah, I, I was kind of doing like Adventure Brothers, like Return to the House of the Mummies Part 2. Drink all okay. the tea. Say cheese and die again. What? Say cheese and die oh, again. Oh, the actual th- I thought you were just saying it again. I was like, no, Alex established that's real. Well, okay, I would say real because you guys have already established that he writes sequels to his own stories. I'm going to say that's real. It is real. So am I correct in assuming that in that in that book there's a camera that kills you? I think it yeah. shows you the future of death or what shows it, you how you're going to die. Ooh, like yeah, you don't know. It, you don't know if it predicts the future or it predicts like it causes the bad thing was, right. was one of the biggest kind of like twists. Yep, you know what? That's the typical precog argument from yeah. Minority Report. <laughs> typical. All right. The day of all the blood. Oh, that can't be real because it says blood. Parents would freak the hell out. <laughs> it has to be green. Well, they had the mutant blood book. Oh, I had no idea. No, it's fake. It's fake. It's actually a very, very shitty uh, copy pasta. Say cheese and die again, again. Okay, now you're just going too far. That has to be wrong. That's fake. fake. It's fake. All right. I don't know who won. I think we all lost. Yeah. But that's I all think of them. you won for <laughs> making Alphabet Soup Says Die. Yes. It's the title of the episode. Sure. Alphabet <laughs> Soup Says Die. Alphabet Soup Says Die. So you have another quiz for Goosebumps or for Monster Squad? Monster Squad. We'll get okay. to that one a little bit later. Cool. Monster Squad. Bark, 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 bark. Um, so I, I recommend the show if you want that nostalgia kick i probably don't if you've never if you were never into it i don't think you're gonna be yeah at this it'd, point. it'd be almost hard for even new like if i was that age again to watch it for the first time just if, because it's if you want if you want something on while you're drinking with your friends that's just bad yeah that, that, that this is one of those i think it, it could be a bad good but like, this is something put on a party it's 20 minutes long per episode i would honestly say as much as i hated half of what we watched and tolerated the other half if you put on one episode and give it 20 minutes and you like it, you'll probably enjoy it. Like you're or you're probably of the exact age where it's going to scratch all those nostalgia itches you have. I just don't know if you would get that if you didn't already have it for Goosebumps. I, w- I would say start off with like, are you afraid of the dark? Because that's going to be just better. 
I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that's a better show. But, but this, I mean, I mind you, I've seen four episodes of Goosebumps, yeah. so maybe I don't know. Maybe it's great. Who knows? I'll it's, never. It's know. not. They don't get better. The <laughs> tale of the Dollmaker, though. I was I was looking up the episode for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. That one stuck with me. That one still sticks with me. The one where it has like a replicate like a um, house, uh-huh. and the the neighbor just disappears, and then she she's slowly becoming a doll. And yeah, then, like, the okay, other person's trying I, to save I her. remember that one. The more time you stay in there, the more, like, doll-like you, you become, and they try to escape. You know what? Anthology Show has a really good dollhouse episode. Creep show. Dude. That... I don't understand how how that scared me so bad. It it was yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, if uh, you're going to watch episode. any creep show, just watch the first episode. Like, the second episode, it's okay. It's fine. That first I, you episode? You know what? I was kind of disappointed. If we're going to go there. It, it's... You got werewolves and Nazis, and I'm not happy about it. I just what, I feel what, like what, it, it's what we're wrong. It's fine. I think they just they they put two really like that first episode was just really good, gross, creepy horror. Yeah. And where, the second where was one, that budget though? I mean, they had so much CG. Yeah, that that was the surprising part. Is that first episode is just like full of effects. And like, I'm not gonna shit on the transformation, the werewolf transformation. I like the idea is cool. I just wanted to see a good transformation because that's yeah. the best part of a werewolf movie. Yeah, that's why. You, that, well, I mean, it's also a good movie. That's why you want to watch like American Werewolf in mm-hmm. London. Um, but that Dollhouse, dude, the second half of episode one is one of the best, like horror short story anthology things I've ever, ever watched. It was just legitimately good, creepy. It wasn't gory, but it felt gory. Yeah, it felt um, gross. Yeah, and the little girl is incredible because that that would have fallen. Carly Beth. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, because that episode would have fallen apart if she had been bad, but she was just legitimately like mm-hmm. charming, and you were like, "Yes, I buy it." You 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 want to know what's happening? This the Smith Smiths. Mark, 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 mark. All right, next up, Monster Squad. Mamster Squab. Unless interjection. Okay. <laughs> nope, none for me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, you gotta save that and just anytime there's like a silo, just put Alex going, nope. Nope. <laughs> and your thoughts? Nope. Mm-mm. Get out. No, sir. I don't like it. So did you you which one of you picked Monster Squad? Because I appreciated well, it. Yeah. Al- it's, it's, this was he's, what he Alex, what he started everything. You. Yeah. I appreciate you, buddy. Because you were like you haven't seen it before, right? I I've seen it, but I don't remember like the only thing I really remember from being a kid was the mummy being in the in the closet. <laughs> And that's pretty much the only thing like I remember like bits and pieces of like oh yeah that scene that scene yeah. I, I kind of vaguely remember, but through through and through I couldn't I think, tell you what happened because I think that's why you also chose Goosebumps because you weren't sure about this one because you, yeah. cho- you chose Monster Squad first but then yeah you I just like the nostalgia well, also, of, of so Goosebumps. short it's such yeah. a short movie I think it's really good th- like a combination because I feel like this is a Mike nostalgia movie oh more yeah than a, uh, Alex and Matt. Well, I think it's real, Goosebumps was right. We were born that same so, year it came out. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Like, what's really funny is that the show you guys, not you guys pick, but the show that's like nostalgic for you is from the 90s and it's aping off of like, because his whole shtick is like EC or EC comic style horror yeah. presented for children, which is of the 50s. This movie came out in 1987, but it's also picking up not. Not the Universal Monsters. That would be very litigious. What uh, is that word? Up, it's picking up very Universal-like monsters mm. um, from the fifties. Well, even earlier. Yeah. 30s. Oh yeah. Yeah. Third. Oh yeah. You're right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Wolfman was uh, second latest. I think it was forties, and Creature was maybe 
I think Preacher was 50s. But, but, but yeah, it, but it's, yeah this is a nostalgic movie oh, about so nostalgic characters. Yeah. And it's so great. So yeah, this is just like a good like nostalgia hit. <laughs> I just hate the tiny cat teeth. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It almost looks like a bat to me though. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Alex's other pick was Monster Squad, which is basically Goonies versus Monsters. For some reason, like I, 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 I've only seen this movie like maybe once before and it was actually somewhat recently. But I thought it was like more last action hero. I thought they're like coming out of a movie and they got to no. throw them back in the no, movie. No, this is a world so where those like, creatures exist, but also these, but also these kids are fans of these movies. So this movie has all the classic Universal monsters in it, but they aren't the Universal monsters. They can't be referenced by the Universal monsters, Who? and they had to change the designs on every one of them just enough to not get yeah. sued. Who put this out then? I I almost just assumed it was um, Universal. This it was TriStar, and I think Paramount owns the rights to it now. Okay, but no, they actually made changes. To the monsters like they had to change Gilman, uh, just his overall look. Yeah, and to now make he has like him... Predator mouth. Yeah, and they, which also because Shane Black was involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But uh, they moved. Uh, Speaking of Billy, right? Isn't he Billy? No, Billy's a crazy one. Yeah. No, they moved Frankenstein's bolts from his neck up to his temples. That was apparently enough for them to not get sued. They made Wolfman's face slightly more cat-like. Um, well, they said more lupine, but yeah, I think it's more cat-like. Um, and the the funniest one is Dracula, who's wearing a generic Dracula costume. <laughs> they just didn't give him a widow's peak. That was they said specifically. They avoided the Bella Lugosi widow's peak. Uh, the mummy, they just made him look like a mummy. Like you can't really, yeah, can't really mess that one up. But oh, uh, so good. Just a crazy movie. God, I love this movie so much. So, what made you pick this, Alex? I was I was looking at all the like the scary movies and for me like I I can't handle these let's I get the Goonies one I don't want to do it <laughs> and it just didn't like pop out like I don't know I think everybody goes for like the scary movies but for Halloween for me just in general it's just fun it's fun to get spooked but it's just a very nostalgic time just mm-hmm. the the you know it gets colder it's darker sooner you're out on the street at you know. Uh, just getting candy. It's when just fun times. Street lights are out. I don't have to be home. <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of, I, I wanted something that brought that out a little bit. You know, I like, I didn't know about Monster Squad, but I felt just by watching, just kind of reading the synopsis of it, it was a perfect feeling I wanted to get for this episode. I mean, who, what, there's very few movies that are like, yeah, let's band together and like, you know, you know, save the world kind of type thing that are, that's Halloween uh, oriented. Right. Uh, all the other ones are like, that's a scary monster, or yeah, Hocus Pocus is probably like another quite close one, but I think everyone does I, Hocus Pocus. Everyone I would, does. I would say this is like the because Hocus Pocus is very nineties. I think this is the eighties version of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I never thought of that, dude. That really is what this is. I love Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I finally understand people loving Hocus Pocus. But uh, I think he had a really good point there. Where he said like it, it's like trick or treat. Like that's how I describe this. This isn't horror. This is trick or treat horror. This is mm-hmm. like. Just scary enough if you're a kid to creep you out, but not so, like it's the kind you want to watch through your hand with the fingers open, not the yeah. kind that you're actually afraid of. Like hitting the cushions. This movie was made by Fred Decker, the guy who made Night of the Creeps, which is a phenomenal. Like, I gotta watch it. I haven't ever seen it. What? Of the Dude, it's so good. It's a good, it's built to be a B horror movie. It's like paying homage to old 1950s horror, mo- or, uh, horror movies. Yeah. They're the little fuzzballs with the teeth. 
Is that them? No, that's Creepers. Uh, I think it's that them. No, Night of the Creeps is about... it's uh, Oh, it, Zombies, right? It's zombies, but are aliens. So it's alien parasites <laughs> make people zombies. <gasps> zombies. And we're going uh. to Earth! Um, <laughs> and what's really cool is in... My God. In uh, Night of the Creeps, there's a part where they run through, uh, I think it's an alley, and there's a thing on the wall that says, like, like go Monster Squad. <laughs> and it's because he was in pre-production for this movie when he was making Night of the Creeps. Nice. This is written by Shane Black, one of the, like, all-time greats in film writing. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Um, he wrote Iron Man 3, wrote and directed Iron Man 3. Um, Predator? Predator, yeah. He uh, uh, wrote Predator, was Predator. in Predator. <laughs> That's, um, that's my favorite like go-to 80s action movie is predator yeah it's my favorite um ah! did the nice guys which is an awesome movie that nice is, guys is a really good movie yeah that movie didn't get any of the credit deserved and i always movie. said that i wish i had russell crowe's body and i just needed waited needed to wait for time to do the the job for me yeah just be <laughs> russell crowe from that movie specifically but i think that i think you can tell in this movie that was written by shane black because the writing is is awesome it's so good yeah the one-liners are like legitimately good one-liners. Oh, like, gosh. Oh, man. There's so many quotable parts from this movie, guys. I love this movie. Uh, do we Quick synopsis. Just throw it in there before we really get into it. Hold on. This synopsis is terrible. <laughs> it really is. Even the one on Wikipedia wow, that's is what I'm like looking at. an essay long. Well, so the, the one-liner is, the film features the universal monsters reimagined by a team of special effects artists. <laughs> Led by Count Dr- Dracula, they in turn combat a group of savvy kids out to keep them from controlling the world, which is true. Here's IMDb. A young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his monsters. I mean, th- yeah, that's they're, they're not it. wrong. I mean, yeah. This one's just from Google. It's probably the best. Five youngsters find themselves up against the combined might of Dracula, the mummy, the Gilman, Frankenstein's monster, who arrive in town in search for a magic amulet. Amulet. Amuleto. Amuleto. Amulet. I Amulet. love the fact that I know for a fact the main character in this movie played Castlevania Symphony the night and lost his shit. <laughs> Alucard. Yeah. It's Dracula backwards. He messes it up like he, it's two tries yeah. to spell yeah. Dracula backwards. Thank you, Ovaltine. No, no, no. It's Dracula. Dracomanon. Van Halen book? Draclaimon. <laughs> Um, I will say watching this movie being, you know, in my thirties, being a dad, I was like, this kid's smoking. <laughs> this That's not cool. You can't. This is lungs. It's eighties, man. Eighties in the in the eighties, kids are hardcore. Yeah. I guess so. I also what, what was that monster called? My pet monster. My, my pet monster. I remember those. So one of the things I really dig about this movie is that it's one of the few movies, um, this and like Goonies, where when there's bad kids. They're not murderers. Yeah. They don't like when I watch Hocus Pocus, that's the thing that sticks out now when I watch it as an adult is the bullies in that movie. They're criminals. They should go to jail. Like the cops should arrest them for assault and for theft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this movie, the villains are they're not the villains, but the, the bad kids are just, they're gonna, just dicks. They're going to just grow up to be news anchors. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> they're like, you're a dork. Hey, fat kid. Coming to your lab. Yeah. It was with the fat kid thing. I was like, I Damn. love it. I love it. That's his nickname. Hey, look, as a kid who was a fat kid, I was okay with it because he got his he got his goddamn moment at the end of that. <laughs> well, I, I like that as Horace. Like that. <laughs> that will go down as one of my favorite lines in movie history. <laughs> that was that stood out. That honestly, like watching it, that stood out the most. I love that he had his back though. I, f- I don't I forget all their names to be honest with you. The kid with the leather jacket. Rudy. Yeah, he just came out. It's like eat the stickers. I feel like yeah. every other, I feel like. 
other than Rudy, Fat Kid, and Eugene, everyone else is interchangeable, though. Yeah. yeah. They hardly had any lines, to be honest. So I, I did know, like, as good as the writing is in this movie, and I think the special effects are legitimately kind of great. Um, there's the a couple. Rod. Even that rod, like, the, the effect was good. It's just yeah. dumb that they did it. It's just dumb that he had to be like, I carry my rod inside the cane. I know. I think that's cool as hell. I just mean the little blue line. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Some sparks, you know? Well, I like the wolf ears, too. Or the plugs. Like, we gotta jumpstart them. But, uh. Yeah, I think the special effects in the movie are good. I think the the problem is that, like, what stops. So, like, when people talk about, like, movies with groups of kids and the shenanigans, always talk about Goonies, which is deserved because Goonies is phenomenal. But the difference between these two movies, I think, is, is. there's a lot, but the big one is that the Mommy. kids who play the actor or the actors who play the kids in Goonies are all legitimately good actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of these kids are really good actors. The ones that got lines were good actors. I think the best actor in this movie that's a child is the little girl the that girl. plays Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe. That little girl is incredible. Her, like when she says, like when she brings Frankenstein up and she's like, you want to meet him or y'all chicken shit? <laughs> yeah. So good. It's such a good, like, the way she delivers that. It should be terrible. And you're like, no. Nah. Go Frankenstein. Stacy cried on the couch last night. Yeah, it's because it's legitimately <laughs> well, sad. For the movie. Yeah. <laughs> for Frankenstein leaving. <laughs> yeah. No. But um, she's like, but isn't Frankenstein usually, like, good guy? I was like, no, pretty sure he ripped out someone's heart in the book and... Yeah. I think he drowned the little girl. <laughs> What's crazy is that it was almost just identical. Yeah, it was by the scene. lake, yeah. and he wanted to pick her up or something, but didn't know his own strength or something. He just like, killed her. Oh, Lenny, and you've done it again. And this no, one, he was like, no. Frankenstein, learn little girl soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> learn <laughs> mistake once before. Bogus. But yeah, so the idea is the movie is that there's a there's a gem that can let you just take over the world, essentially. No, it just Unite the worlds portal. of like, dark and light. Is that it? They're kind of sketchy what it it does for them. It has power over evil because it's the amulet of good or something, right? Yeah. Oh, here it is. It's it's an amulet. Platu, Veratu, (laughs) Mike, no! Uh, You can use it to take control of the world and plunge it into darkness, or you can use it to seal the darkness away forever, Hmm. which is good good for them. Nobody wants a monotasker. There's really no in-between with that. It's really, yeah, like, whoops. (laughs) I know. Is there like, can can we just have a... Nominal amount of evil, like all that was just like half the world's gone, but um, <laughs> into darkness and the other half's in the light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's really surprising when you first see Dracula and how like just over the top cheesy he looks. When mm. you then you see Frankenstein, Frankenstein I think looks great. I think all of them look great, and yeah, Wolfman looks great, and the the. I mean, I guess Gilman. Dracula looks like how the dad from Hocus Pocus looks as Dracula, but that's still how i imagine dracula well, but, mm-hmm. and i think that was their whole point was they were like well look we're this is what we imagine him as and if you make that a man that's what he looks like what is a man um Castlevania. the creepy german guy or scary german guy no it's creepy german guy it's old old scary german guy old scary german guy i think uh that dude's awesome like just really yeah. i love the fact that he's just like i'm just a nice man i bet no, you guys even, thought i was even, a villain no, no it's even better when he's like i guess i do know real monsters and then they show his uh Auschwitz tattoo yep <laughs> yeah he's all like you think i'm afraid of dracula <laughs> <laughs> i fought hitler <laughs> he has the werewolves yeah. <laughs> hitler tried to find the werewolves now i've got him here i'm fine with it yeah oh he does <laughs> he is scary he is a creepy looking german guy like the name is correct i do want to rub but... his head though but I also love the fact that they don't like, it's not like in Sandlot where they spend the whole movie making him look scary. Yeah. Like, 
he's super nice the moment they meet him he's like oh hi everybody and they're like no creepy german guy he's like no i have, I have candies i do like pie yeah, i have pie but i love that because that is how it is Just, that's great though with the oh knife. it's so great but i mean even that like what he's saying is not scary it's yeah just there's like, no like sense of sinister like no 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 facade yeah. of it and establishing by this point they've he's already fattened them up on a lot of pie they've yeah. already been eaten like pie they're like they're not af- yeah they're not afraid of him when he's holding that up that's for us yeah, yeah and pepsi gets their money oh pepsi pepsi always gonna get their money i mean you just see pepsi everywhere in this movie yeah you can tell that this was they wanted this to be like the next hot franchise and it just failed yeah right miserably what happened it was what else came out that that something major came out like the week before the week after and i can't remember i'm glad you brought that up because this movie is part of the year because people talk about 1983 is like the biggest year in movies because that's right this was a summer movie right yes so which is one but bad bad it was released at bad times released in august of uh, 1987 but i want you to like i'm just gonna read i'm not gonna read every movie that came out in 1987 but i'm gonna just start and i'm gonna read like the top one or two movies from every every month and I want you to understand what this was up against. Because as much as people talk about 83, 83 so big mm-hmm. because you had E.T., you had uh, Return of the Jedi, you had um, one of the Indiana Jones movies. It was just, that was one of those summers where all hell broke loose. Right. Like 87, I think almost more than that dictated what we watch now. So if we do, January was pretty rough because January is just the worst month ever. But like that was where the Indiana Jones ripoff, uh, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, got released. Terrible movie. That was like the most notable movie I can think of from there. Isn't that the legendary guy from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah. The best movie ever? Yeah. But then we move into February. February, you get Mannequin, which not a great movie, but I'm just saying people Is that remember. scary one? No, that's just the creepy. Well, it's scary in so far as the not dude purpose. fucks the mannequin. Okay. Um, over the top of Sylvester waifu. Stallone. Great bad movie i guess uh nightmare on elm street 3 dream warriors my favorite nightmare on elm street I, hands I down i don't watch a whole lot of nightmare i think i like that one the most also it's just i don't, I don't so like fun. new nightmare like i don't no I, I i i like all of them but uh new nightmare is really good because it just plays with some it's new the stuff. Meta stuff yeah but i i don't know i guess yeah anyway so then Fe- or march lethal weapon like it, literally begins a genre evil dead 2 i mean come on man raising great. arizona oh, great movie April through June, Police Academy 4 said it's not on patrol. No, it's not a great movie, but I'm just saying, if you like Police Academy, it was out for there. me, it's one of my favorite ones. Hmm. Uh, Making Mr. Right, which is not a good movie at all, and it failed miserably, but I do want to know if you guys have ever heard of that Never movie. Heard of it. it is a movie about a woman who falls in love with a robot played by John Malkovich, <laughs> and it is one of you the most- You said John Malkovich twice. Oh, no. <laughs> it's about a John Malkovich who plays John Malkovich who's in love with John Malkovich. It's one of the most insane movies I've ever seen. Uh, Project X, a movie about uh, uh, Matthew Broderick rescuing chimpanzees from the Air Force. That's not that found footage party movie? No. (laughs) I was all mad when that came out because I was really hoping it was a sequel. Uh, In May, Creepshow 2, The Gate, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Ernest Goes to Camp. In June, you get uh, Witches of Eastwick, Predator, uh, the movie Dragnet, which... So we did... He had two movies out that year then? Yeah. Huh. Yep. He had, let's see, he, uh, Predator and Lethal Weapon, which he wrote. Yeah, that's right. And this that he wrote came out. Like, this was the year that made Shane Black. Dang. Um, Dragnet, which is one of the most, one of the most underrated Tom Hanks movies. It's such a great movie. Spaceballs came out. Nice. Uh, July through September, Adventures in Babysitting, The Brave Little Toaster, Inner Space, uh-huh. Full Metal Jacket, 
Revenge well, of the Nerds 2, the one that doesn't have rape in it. Uh, actually, it probably does. It I probably don't does. It actually it was, does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robocop. Hell yeah. Uh, La Bamba. I'd buy that for a dollar. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. The Everyone's s- favorite. Yay. It's so bad. But I it made did, of radiation. I got nails for it my came coke. Out. Uh, the Living Daylights, which is also a really bad James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. The Lost Boys. In oh, nice. In August, oh, yeah. you had Masters of the Universe. Uh, Can't yeah. Buy Me Love, That's Disorderly, right. starring the Fat Boys. This kind of reminds me of Masters of the Universe some, for some reason. Yeah. Like, just the scope, I think. Well, that, I, I think they're probably on the same lot, actually, like at the end. Well, it's funny because if you, if you listen to the, all the movies that I'm saying, like, you're just like, yeah, I get it. Like, half of them are legitimately, like, movies that held up over time. Yeah. But other other half is, like, every shitty nostalgia play is these. <laughs> um, <Pepsi-gan. laughs> that was the best part. Do you know any virgins? <laughs> <laughs> On the same day in August, uh, so Monster Squad came out against No Way Out, the James Bond movie. Or not the James Bond movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> Um, but also it came out a week after Lost Boys, right? It was a few weeks after Lost Boys. It was two weeks after Lost Boys, but like it was also the week after Master of the Universe that also like crashed and burned. The week after Monster Squad, Garbage Pail Kids, the movie came out. Oh, so boy. what happened oh, was there were a lot of really terrible. shitty <laughs> yeah. children's movies that came out and they lost all patience. This was only in theaters for two weeks. Like that's how quickly they were just like, get it out. We're done. Wow. Like, it had no time to find an audience, had no time to do anything. They literally released the movie, gave it two weeks, and by the time the Garbage Pail's movie, uh, Garbage Pail Kids movie came out and bombed, they were like, just, just stop. <laughs> Got to get all these out. Damn it, Garbage Pail. I didn't like them. Uh, House what, 2 what came the out that year. What like, was the thing with them? What? It starts off as a collector card series just uh-huh. making fun of uh, Cabbage Patch yeah. Kids. Cabbage Patch. And that's it. But then for some reason, like, we need a movie because the kids can't stop buying our cards. So they want to see the gross poop baby yeah, in real life. Yeah, that's all they do is just, like, throw up on each other. And I'm an alligator. Hey, you want to know how uh, when I grew up? It was, how uh, when? Yes, it, it was between August 14th of 1987 and September 18th of uh, 1987 because that's <laughs> where I went and saw Monster Squad in theaters because I was super hyped for this movie. And then a few weeks later, convinced my mom to let me go see a movie called Hellraiser. Hell yeah. I was way too young for it. <laughs> I still love it to this day. <laughs> Many pleasures to show you. Uh, there's one blockbuster that came out in 87 that you forgot. This guy. Shut your game, I thought you were going to say The Princess Bride because that came out. <laughs> no, me. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. I haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen any of Prom Nights. Cool. I want to go back and I know I need to like watch the history of slashers man it's a good year god it's a good year so many good movies i mean bad movies but good movies the running that's man. when we were born well, i was gonna know, say guys, like thank you appreciate you <laughs> you're both. welcome well mainly alex but you kind of <laughs> planes trains and automobiles came that. out that uh, that november i was gonna say like you should like how thankful are you that you were a kid at the right time dude basically i mean and like we, we had because this is also like at the perfect time where i remember these movies yeah. these aren't just like i was alive when they came that's out like was I, I was the age of the watch because i was still pretty young but i, I remember 92 was a pretty good year because that's like jurassic park and stuff yeah. like that and that's like ingrained in my head because i remember that's the first time i got to see a movie twice in theaters as a kid but this was also the year I think this was either the year before or the year that my mom's friend had that video store. And this is where like the, oh shit, I can rent every movie mm-hmm. like hit. Um, Ugly. 
Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> God, man, so many good. And also, again, so many terrible movies, but the best kind of terrible. Like, Leonard Part 6 came out that year. That was a movie starring a pre-rapey. Well, not pre-rapey. He was pretty rapey then, but we didn't know. Uh, Bill Cosby. And it was the sixth part of a series, but it was the first one they ever made. It was such a great idea that was terrible. <laughs> Even like, like I said, Masters Universe is totally watchable. It's terrible, though. And I think it had Courtney Cox. It definitely had Courtney Cox. And like a weird as leprechaun. A, <laughs> as a kid whose obsession was Masters of the Universe at that point. Let me tell you the bait and switch that happened where I thought I was going <laughs> to walk in there and see Orko and Man at Arms and all my favorites. Oh, yeah. Then 10 you seconds and go like, who the hell is this Gwildor fool? Yeah. Why do I care about him? I play the flute. I'm Beast Man. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't know what you are. <laughs> this is Evil Lynn. Nah. <laughs> nah. Fuck that movie. God, I'm, just, I'm right. still just reading Monster this Squad. List. Monster no, Squad. No, Monster no, Squad. No, no, no. you're going to talk about all uh, the other so, movies. No. Finn, everyone get your hands in. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Finn's dead. No. Wait, where is he? No, he's, he's dead. He's, he's, oh. he's with Jesus. I don't, oh. I don't want to touch him. <laughs> okay, yeah, don't yeah, touch him. Yeah, that'd be gross. Dude. I loaded that kid up on catnip, so he is... He was no, so even then, he was like, what? I think I scared Alex more than Finn. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn it. Matt's going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> little P came out. <laughs> I wish it was a little. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was P. <laughs> No, but uh, so yeah, wait, wait, so did I miss? Where did they get the house? Like, did did they just like take over a house and like, okay, the amulet's here? Yeah, it was like the descendants of Housing mm. had yeah. the house. Also, do you know where this movie is supposed to be? Where it's supposed to take place? Do you know what this is the street in? Yes, I do. Hold on, Die Hard? No. What? That's a movie, not a place. Oh, so uh, one one of the houses in the background is a house from another movie. One of the houses in the background is Murtaugh. No. Yeah, Lee yeah, Lee Murtaugh's house from Lethal Weapon. No, the actual location, though, this is supposed to be happening in is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Of course. It has a swamp. Yeah, which is the only <laughs> thing that makes it look like it might be Louisiana. The rest of it is like, this is clearly just a studio backlot. Rudy would be dead then, right? Because of the heat and the jacket? I would think so. Like, that's just a humidity area. I like um, how they knew how to build bullets. Right. In class. In right. class. <laughs> you guys didn't take metal shop? No. I played violin. I love this part where every I love every time Phoebe's on screen with Frankenstein because it's like watching a really jacked up version of E.T. <laughs> I love this part. Oh, wait, right wait, hold here. on. Like, he has a Confederate hat on. <laughs> he does. It's in the South. He does. It's a different time. It's the 80s. It was Look, the <laughs> there is a lot. I, I did notice today when I was watching this. There's a handful of things that don't age really well. Like the fat shaming does get a bit Or they much. say the... the... They say the bad F word. The bad F word a lot, like right off the bat. Oh, yeah. they Well, and again, I'm not I'm not saying it's okay, but I am saying like... It was a... Yeah. It's very of the time it came out. This would be the part where if this was like a Disney cartoon from the 40s, Leonard Moulton would be in front of us going like, it's not that we we hated the Chinese it's, or Japanese, it's that Mickey Mouse was a propagandist. What do you mean there's a problem with the crows from Dumbo? Also, he's got his... like. He's hiding the bullets in his pack of Marlboros. Yeah, yeah. Because the teacher's <laughs> gonna walk by and go like, "Hey, bullets!" and he and he'd be like, "Oh, sorry, teach." But instead, the teacher walks by and goes like, "Marlboro, man, I get it. <laughs> You'll grow up one day." Yeah, I no love one the turns that, it back. The fact that Rudy is literally like the '50s version of cool, not the '80s version of yeah. cool. Hey, I'm gonna steal your bow and arrow. I got gay. I'm my, out of here with it. Hey. It's a good thing I got my getaway loafers. Oh, I just made some bullets and got my Marlboro Rose. <laughs> 
Hey, boo boo. Gonna get your big neck. Gonna get some monsters. Keep the soda down. This had a Coca Cola in it. That's trash drink. It's only Pepsi. It is the fifth time you saw Pepsi in this movie so far. Um, How did a dog get in your house? I wrote down a couple of my favorite lines in the movie. Or not, not this wasn't even a line. It's the fact that the first time you see the main character, he's wearing a Stephen King rules shirt. Yeah, like oh, yeah. that right there set the tone for me as a kid. Where I was like, I like Stephen King. But uh, top the favorite line, first favorite line for me was they blew it. <laughs> uh, the, was, the the rolling, uh, I guess like the not like credits, but the, the explanation at the beginning of the movie. Oh like, yeah, Van Helsing is sending the team. Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. They blew it. <laughs> it's very like Princess Brady to me. Yeah. Uh, I guess when they were filming that, or when they were filming that, when they were writing that, uh, Decker and Black wanted it to be this crazy epic scene with like airships and machine guns and like a real steampunk vibe to it. And they were like, they just were like, this is this costs too much. We can't do that. So instead, it looks like they filmed it outside Medieval Times. <laughs> I was gonna say Black and Decker. They never did that. <laughs> um, my favorite line is the come on, come on, don't be chicken shit. Yeah, from Phoebe. Oh yeah. Uh. I also love that my name is Horace. Like, yeah. that's great. But my favorite line at all is when they're talking about uh, the one kid's sister being a virgin <laughs> and speaking German. And I believe it's Horace. I think Horace says it. He goes, your sister doesn't speak German. All she does is hang out and let boys touch her tits or let guys touch yeah. her tits. <laughs> it's just the way he says that line is so like, shut up. <laughs> it's so good. You're because. An it's not even like it starts a fight. They're just like, you're right. Yeah. This is the horror. Uh, and then also the classic, like, Wolfman's got Nards. Yeah. That's... Kick him in the Nards. Um, and then I, I sent uh, you a link that there's a documentary. Like, it's it's done. I, it's just not available. I think it's just, like, screening in certain yeah. areas or something. It's probably, like, um, Best Worst Movie where it's going to be something, like, yeah, eventually Yeah, it's just, it's just doing the, the festival thing right now. But it looks really good. I don't know if you watched the trailer, but it's kind of the making of, but mostly, like, how it became a, a cult hit later on after failing in the box office. And like, it actually like, like it really like touched people, I guess like there's clubs and there's like people like crying, like at, because this movie kind of like made them feel a part of something like they are a part of the monster squad. So like as, as somebody who was of this age, when this movie came out, like I, it felt so, it felt like what me and my friends thought we were doing. Hmm. Like when we'd hang out, like I had a weird clubhouse in the back of our my house and we'd hang out back there and like read through a Guinness book of world records to find all the weirdest world records. But like we would sit there and talk about like comic books and we had like our club and we're like, we're the cool kids in here and we're not. <laughs> we never were, but we felt like we were. And so watching this movie, it's like it's down our time down here. I, I, I feel like this was like the every kid who played D&D who's like, yeah, I play D&D, but you're, you're not going to make fun of me if a beholder ever attacks. Right. Yeah. And that's well, what this felt like. Yeah, I'm a that's level 13 wizard. That's kind of funny the way uh, like Stranger Things is like they were so into D&D. They were the perfect kids to go against Stranger yeah. Things. These guys were so into monsters. They were the perfect well, people to go against monsters. Well, that's my favorite thing is that it's not that the adults don't believe them. It's that why would anybody believe them? These kids are like, oh, we've been preparing for this. This, yeah. is, this is my wheelhouse. This is like if I saw a radioactive spider, I'd be like, everyone back up. I got it. <laughs> oh, no. Cancer. Oh, no. Twinkie. <laughs> oh, butts. God, that's such a good. The the Gilman costume is It is pretty good. I heard it was so a night- good. I heard it was a nightmare. Yeah, uh, they had to glue the dude into it. Yeah. Like, he was not able to take that costume off through the entire day of filming. He also knocked a guy out in it. Because uh, uh, he was doing a bunch of stunt work. And I guess it's one that the guy who designed the suit is the one wearing it. He'd always mm-hmm. wanted to be able to wear one, so they let him do it for this. I hate it. And he was, um, 
he was in a, the fight scene where they're all like beating the shit out of him. And I guess he was getting upset because like everybody was hitting him and they were foam, but they had a hard core to them mm. so that they wouldn't wobble. And they were hitting him too hard. And he was like, every time he'd give you like, cool it down, guys, please. And then at one point he just got up and he was mad. And when he was doing one of the swings, he just lost it and swung too hard and just straight up cold cocked one of the stuntmen <laughs> and knocked him out. Cold, like Cold cod. Cold cod. I was trying to make a cod sound. That, but, that uh, was it. I, I guess that if I heard a cod, that would be it. <laughs> the guy had a helmet on, and when he hit him, there were two uh, two pegs that held the padding in, and he hit him so hard that he pushed the pegs through the padding into the guy's head. So he pulled the helmet off, and just blood started streaming out. And the guy, like the guy, had already been unconscious on the ground for a minute. It was the kid from Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. They murdered him. Uh, but I, I actually read that fact today. And I thought it was really funny because I was like, "That's what should have happened on Goosebumps." Uh, back to quotes real quick. I don't know why it stuck out, but the stupid like counselor or teacher, the where he goes, uh, I dig it, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's what every kid thinks they're a dumb adults, uh, adult teachers sound like. I'm cool, children. And then um, we're saying like some special effects were cool and some were dumb. I'm kind of confused why Dracula's face just like flashed into a skeleton for a second. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um. That was actually really weird. It was. There was no reason for that effect. And it doesn't like, it's not a callback or like a foreshadow. Well, they already, because they are, they showed later on, like when his face gets scary, he just grows fangs and has red eyes. So that would have been enough. Yeah. They, if he had just flashed red eyes for a second, he'd have been like, ooh, yeah. spooky. A spoop. He's got a spooky uh, Wolfman transformation. Another, this is a good one. I like that one. It's, I, I love, in the phone booth, that one just yeah. popped up on the screen. Like, it's so good like the way they use the cuts Superman. of like, the cuts on the uh, the edges of the phone booth where it like just moves across and they're like you can see where they just edit in the next part yeah. but it looks great yeah mm-hmm. I like was it. actually surprised about that too it was really well done like I said that's you know part of a good Wolfman movie it has to have a good transformation and I mean he's just a side character and they got a great transformation um, when <laughs> Dracula's just going around tossing dynamite around town yeah how great is that <laughs> there was there was okay one he has a car which yeah. is like <laughs> I was hoping it said not brought to you on it. <laughs> But yeah, where did he get dynamite? He's just right like, he's like, oh yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna blow. I'm gonna. I'm tired of these the- kids. So <laughs> these, these damn kids. <laughs> I could turn into a bat, probably a wolf. This, but- he's a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> What's really funny too is like, with the exception of Wolfman, none of the rest of them can look like a normal human. Yeah, none of them can nail that. Uh, you put Frankenstein in like a t-shirt and jeans, he still looks like a a, a monster. Prostitute. Wolfman. <laughs> Wolfman wears regular clothes, but then turns to a wolf. Man, Dracula could just not wear that outfit, yeah, and be like, "I don't have to sneak around; I just go <laughs> where I want to." But he doesn't. I'm from out of town. I come from France. Instead, everyone's like, "Why are you wearing that Dracula costume?" He's like, "I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I'm not Dracula. How did you know my name? <laughs> How you say Drac Bonamben? <laughs> Drac blah blah. Drac blah blah." blah. But uh, so anyway, he's tossing dynamite around town, and then like he tosses. A bunch of it at their treehouse, and he says meeting adjourned. And I was like, "That's the some cold ass shit right there." Yeah, like, he, he was trying to there murder was children. There. He was he was banging on there being yeah. children in there. Now you're all dead. I like how like like Frank's just like, eh, "I'm on your team now." And all it took was they're just like, "We're nice to you." He's like, "Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. You don't keep me in the cellar. You give me Twinkies." But then they're also like, "Oh no, door fell on him. Let's leave him." Well, <laughs> I've tried He's all gone. I can. If being it's fat was my door. superpower, I'd be able to do this, but it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> well, like uh, Dracula, going back to 
throwing dynamite, he kills yeah, that cop. I was really hoping he would make it out alive. I forgot he died. And they don't say it ever again. They're just nope. like, oh. He didn't like yell at his partner's name or anything. He was like, oh. I was oh. kind of hoping the last words are like, I'm a really good cop, you know. <laughs> I solved so many crimes. Toja. <laughs> so the guy who played Dracula, apparently the other one of the other people that was like really close to getting the role was Liam Neeson. <laughs> Yeah, and it was vampire. obviously it was obviously a pre-fame Liam Neeson, yeah. like a, a pre-dark man Liam Neeson. But uh, I would have loved that. I'm going to hit you with this dynamite. That's so funny. They have dynamite, but the kids are just kicking them in the balls. It's because <laughs> that works, man. They have. Well, I mean, they're they're questioning it at the beginning, right? Like, does the Wolfman have balls? You know, instead of running into the house, they could have just ran out of the house just as easy. Uh, this is a perfect scene, though. This is a Scooby Doo scene. Yep. Yeah. Real running slow down towards you. running down the hallway, monster one side, run back, another monster, run again, another monster. So what Quartered. I th- what I think works about this movie is that they never present it as goofy. Like this is a goofy scene. Like it is the Scooby Doo running down the hallway, but you don't hear the like. Yeah. like there's no weird noises. <laughs> there's no like goofy music. They're just like, nah, dude. There's three things in this house. And the dog doesn't bark once. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's well, such a good boy. Dog doesn't want to die. Yeah, he's smart. Dog's, dog's not barking because he's like, you see those kids, right? So much more blood than me. <laughs> I love the pizza, by the way. There's a lot of garlic in yeah. that pizza. <laughs> it's, it's so... like the, this burned Dracula with a piece of pizza. This movie's way smarter than it should be. Like, it establishes rules. It follows them. Phoebe is goddamn precious. Makes me not hate kids for a minute. It truly is. Real sad fact, the kid who played Horace died. No. He died at 22 from pneumonia. Damn. What? Yeah, what a goddamn bummer that is. Because I, I was looking I had, I had pneumonia when I was a kid. Well, was scary. I was looking at like um, it was like over ten years ago now. Like Alamo Drafthouse did a, it was like the first big fan thing that was done for this movie. Like well after the fact, uh, it was set up by Ain't It Cool News. It was done at the Alamo Drafthouse in Austin. They brought in the cast. They felt they screened the movie and it was like sellout for two days. And I was looking at like a, a list of the cast. I'm like, wait, well, that kid's not in there. And then I looked and it's like, oh, because he did. Boom, 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 boom. No, no, man. <laughs> All right. Um, Wolfman got nards, but he got pneumonia. Got anything else on here? It's a good movie, guys. It's a good movie. It It's. I'm almost happy it failed because I feel like that means it'll just always sit here in this little capsule, not get remade, not get messed with. It's just a perfect Fun, goofy '80s kids movie. Uh, yeah, so I this is one of my Halloween movies now that I've seen it. Um, definitely watch it every year. Definitely has the Halloween feel, like you were saying, Alex. And it's cool to see, yeah, all these universal, not universal monsters in one thing. It's almost like a like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of deal, where you just get to see all these different characters from different. This is the vi- first Avengers. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Blah blah. Well, this blah. is like the first movie that really has a bit of everything. Yeah, I think the only thing that's missing like a ghost or alien. Yeah, <laughs> like if and there's a part two, that's it, happening. It, yeah, totally. Like what Mike was saying, like if there was a second one that would have been great to have more other. Yeah, creatures. continue like other I, creatures. I love this. I love the fact just that the unwrapping you, of the movie. If you unwrap them, yeah. it's just dust, just dust underneath. But I get that. Scared like, the shit out of me as a kid. Like that <laughs> mummy specifically was a thing in this movie that scared the shit out of me. Very scary. Even in the closet, he was scary. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, in Max, in Major Pain, was there a mummy in the closet too, or was it just a monster? The movie Major Pain. Yeah. 
with Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans? There was a monster in a closet. So there wasn't an actual monster in the closet. There's a kid that's like, there's a monster in the closet. And then he shoots the shit out of the closet. Well, if he's in there, he ain't happy. Okay, I remember. I didn't remember there was actually. I think the kid says mummy. I can't remember. It might be. So I was wondering if it was a callback. He saw this and he was scared. Could be. I don't. I I remember that scene though. Yeah. When the they go through the ghost tourist and the cops just like, what the fuck, man? We're just cops. Get paid for this shit. I just want to go to Murtaugh's house and have dinner. <laughs> what a dick, too. Like, Dracula's just a, a dick the entire Like, 100%. Go through the fence, because fuck you. I drive a hearse, because, you know. I fuck this door. I'm getting this dynamite. I'm tired of these kids. Bleh. I found sticks of dynamite. I bought them cheap on eBay. I guess it's way before eBay. And so he's been hanging around alive this entire time, right? Yeah, he's Just been like waiting. waiting. So every hundred years that the amulet can do something. So he's been chilling for a hundred years. That's when you can years. destroy the amulet, I think. Yeah. So he's been waiting for a hundred years for the opportunity to find this amulet to destroy it. Which is also like why there's not this protracted scene of him assembling the team. Because yeah. the idea is like, nah, man, he's been playing this for a while. They're just showing up. I was wondering about the Wolfman, though. Like, yeah, he's immortal. He just make a phone call. But was he immortal? Like, has he been sticking around for? That's like his great grandson. <laughs> so I know my grandfather said he was going to help you, but I mean, so, you threw dynamite at some children, I'm man. Only one sixteenth wolf. <laughs> okay, so I recommend it. Wait, you recommend wait, it? Real quick, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Mike might not recommend it now. No, I recommend the hell of it. You can see his burning body in the seat in the next. Uh, that is brutal, dude. But yes, I'd recommend this movie. It's a very good movie. Definitely. Top Halloween movie for me. So I got a quiz. Quiz time. Quiz time. Okay, so I was just gonna straight up like, like, what year did the first uh, Dracula happen? Stuff, but I kind of wanted to go a little bit further. So, first question is, what was the first movie based on Bram Stoker's Dracula? Like, the name of it. What was the first movie based on Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula? Interview with the vampire? Nosferatu. It was an unofficial version of... So unofficial that it shares nothing with the story? It does. A little bit. Not really. A they had changed, there's a whole thing. They almost burnt all, every single copy of this movie because it was ripping off uh i guess and i guess that makes sense because at that point it's like vampires were in pop culture enough that you could make a vampire thing and not have it be dracula right and um so yeah they it was the german movie i think and bram stoker's wife sued them and she won and the judge ordered that all copies of nosferatu be burned but luckily someone saved one and we can still watch it now it's still creepy still a great creature design uh dr victor frankenstein was renamed to what in the 1931 movie Frankenstein? These aren't going to be easy. I just yeah, they really uh, aren't. I, yeah. I just want to throw information out Doc there. Doc Venture, no. Stephen Frankenstein. If it's Billy, I'm going to throw a fit. It was Doctor Henry Frankenstein because it was decided that Victor was too severe and unfriendly for American audiences. Whoa. So it was the whole like Bruce Banner, David Banner thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but less problematic, like, right? Because that that excuse was really upsetting. <laughs> The first movie to show a moonlit werewolf transformation. What was the first movie to show a moonlit... Teen Wolf. (laughs) Oh, no. American... uh, What was it? London... American London. You got it. Yeah. American in London. Yeah. Who is also a werewolf. Werewolf. It was uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Mm. 
the first Wolfman movie didn't actually have anything to do with Moonlight. It was about like when the first Wolfsbane flower bloomed or something. <laughs> and then there's werewolf movies before then, but the werewolf Moonlight relation was never a part of the mythos of werewolves until basically Wolfman meets Frankenstein. Yeah. Like original stories had nothing to do with the moon. There was like a a time where they would transform, but it was never related to the moon. Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> I did minutes of research, Mike. All right, I believe you now. <laughs> minutes? Minutes. Dozens? On the toilet. I believe it. What real world event inspired the creation of the 1932 movie, The Mummy? The uh, finding of King Tut's coven. Boop. Yeah. Skittle for Alex. Yeah. Wait a minute. Get this man a scotch. Uh, Enjoy another cheese at pizza. Yes. Eat, eat a cheesy blast of cheese at pizza. Cheese at pizzas are pretty good. And yeah, if you're not joking, I'll take the other piece. Only at Pizza Hut. Well, it'll destroy me emotionally, so you should eat it. Ding. Chef's kiss. Uh, and the the mummy movie is like one of the few of like these universal monster movies that was like written from the ground up because there's no like mummy in literature like there's Dracula yeah. there's uh, Frankenstein stuff like that so they kind of had to write it from the ground up I think they based it off of some like immortal wizard that was injecting himself with sulfates nice all right last one the creature from the black lagoon is the first movie this famous author remembers seeing the read it again. The Creature from the Black, Black Lagoon is the first movie this famous author remembers seeing. Answers in the form of a question, please. Who what? is a Stephen King? Who is a Stephen King? Ding, ding, ding. I actually remember him. I remember reading or hearing him say that. And that's why he's messed up and does the cocaine. First horror movie I remember is Hellraiser. What happened to me? The thing, you, the only thing. Every, you got cheese pizza. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, that's why I live a life of pleasure. <laughs> Delicious uh, pleasures. Oh, No. <laughs> How does Wolfman not die from dynamite? Damn it. It's got to be the silver bullet. I know. It's just, God. That was a great part, too. You see, like, a long-ass fuse on it, uh-huh. which is in spot. This is, oh, man, this is so gross as a kid. I mean, it's still gross now. It's actually kind of good. Beep, beep, beep. I do love the idea that it's, like, suction limbs back to him. <laughs> I'm better, guys. <laughs> Even my pants are better. <laughs> they fit better. So, uh, last real fun fact. So, better the guy be, who plays Dracula... Uh, did not come out of character at all to any of the kids because he wanted them to be afraid of him. Him and uh, the guy who played Frankenstein are the only two people that never came out of character. Also, Dracula never let the little girl see him with the red eyes or the teeth mm-hmm. until this scene. I guess the director pulled her aside and said, okay, I need you to be really afraid when you see Dracula. And she asked him like, okay, when? And he goes, you'll know. <laughs> And so when you when she freaks out, that's legitimately a five year old girl losing her shit. Yep. To somebody who she was like, I know this guy isn't a monster. I see him every day, but he still was able to get her. Also, he's holding me by my face, and he's got sharp teeth. I think this movie is such a such like a love letter to practical effects. He calls her a bitch too. That's mm-hmm. great, <laughs> dude. I was like, my word, my goodness, <laughs> Dracula. Alex is clutching his pearls. Clutch my pearls. Mark, 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 mark. <laughs> I enjoyed it. This is a movie that I wouldn't mind it being remade, but I also don't mind if it's never, ever touched again. Yeah, same. I, I think this is like a good first horror movie you show your kid. Yeah. Because like, I used to think it was Gremlins, but Gremlins is legitimately a little bit it's too kinda, freaked out. It's kind of scary. Like when, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a fucked up movie. This movie isn't. This movie is legitimately charming with a couple of like creeper moments, but. Yeah. It's totally, it is totally Goonies. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Don't let go, Jack. But Don't let go. But like There's in the, in no the, room on the bell. Okay, bye. In, in the sense that like Wee. Goonies is also badass, but made for kids, and also they cuss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they say bitch in this one. They say the F word less in Goonies, which is a, a point in its favor. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it for this episode. Any closing thoughts on? Or do you want to go over some like? Be spooky. Spooky nostalgia. Well, I was just like, so I got in a little bit like what got me into horror, yeah. like, but like what got you, cause I know, especially you, Matt, like you are like into horror, hmm. I think a different type than I am, but like, yeah, what, I, what was the, like the first thing you remember seeing that you're like, I, don't oh, know. I, seen I, I feel like I wasn't always into horror. I just kind of like one day I was like, I'm, all I'm watching is horror movies. Like I didn't really realize it till like, I just kind of sat there and thought about what I, what I, what I watch. I think a lot of what influenced me though, was like a lot of the bad, like like B movies on sci-fi channel and stuff like growing up in like you, the USA channel and just whatever, like really bad made for TV movies popped on. I just thought that they were fun because they were so dumb. One popped up in my head the other day. I totally forgot about was mosquito. And that one scared the crap out of me. Cause you see this guy like getting all of his blood sucked out by these giant mosquitoes and then his eyeballs just pop, <laughs> but it's stuff like that. And there was a time where I did not like them at all as a kid. Like the crypt keeper scared the shit out of me. Just the intro part when he laughed, like I would literally hide my head in the cushions. My dad took us to go see Rookie of the Year at a drive-in, and it was a double feature with Jason Goes to Hell. And so we stayed for Jason Goes to Hell. Me and my friend were just crying in the back seat, and my dad had to take us home early. That's a that's a wild double feature right yeah. there. I mean, my dad just had, didn't leave. But I mean, just still to have those playing like <laughs> within proximity of yeah. each other is crazy. You better make sure the kids are asleep. <laughs> There's no kids here; they're laying in the back. Jesus. Okay, free. Uh, but yeah, what influenced me was definitely B horror. Um just on TV, I guess. Yeah, that was a lot of mine too growing up was like not Joe Bob Briggs. I mean Joe Bob Briggs also, but like prior to him, like the the shows he was aping, I would yeah. love those like Sunday mornings on like the non network channels in LA. I'd be watching like whatever weird like nineteen fifties, sixties horror movies yeah. that they had paid for. That's why when like MST3K came out, that was just right in my wheelhouse because that was, those were the movies I would watch and go like, these are terrible, but I love them. It's upsetting how many movies I saw that were on MST3K that I ended up seeing like <laughs> for real on television yeah. without goofy commentary first. What about you, Alex? Like, I know you're not like super into horror, but like, what's your like earliest like? What's crazy though about horror is that it's, it's around all the time and it's not just Halloween, you know? And I think one of the first like movies was... I don't remember. It wasn't Halloween time, but it was where the a guy gets into a machine and he ends up being like a fly man. The fly. Is it the fly? Yeah. Yeah. That that the Joel, Jeff Goldblum one. Like, was it color? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good one, as, man. The brown fly. That's one of the it, first ones. That, watching that as a kid, though, that will traumatize you. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't look at a fly for the longest time because I thought it got like transformed. I know? saw that at a drive-in. Yeah, but that was on purpose. My mom and dad took me. Mom, I mean, they wanted to see it, and they were just yeah, like, "Hey, you watch it." Hated there. you. My parents like recorded it off the HBO. <laughs> and 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 Chucky was another one. Um, and those were like never intended for me to watch. Like, I think my grandpa was watching The Fly like in the living room, and Chucky was. I forget. We were <laughs> somewhere. Grandpa just staring at the wall, looking at the <laughs> yeah, fly. Look, look at the fly. Like, Mijo, come here, come here. Can you give me the flash water because there's a fly right here, and I I need to kill it. It's fuck. It's gonna throw up on my hand and burn it. Dude, just having flies throw up, it just like (laughs) so wears me out. Um, uh, yeah, and Chucky, just watching Chucky, just having anything like animated, like it was just a weird like trigger in my mind where 
something that's not supposed to be alive is alive. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh shit, what else is what else is alive out there? <laughs> what know? about that toaster, that brave little toaster right there? Yeah, what, what was that one show that was it was an anthology kind of like Out of Limits, Twilight Zone, but it was like uh Amazing Legends or Amazing Stories. Amazing uh, Stories. Steven Spielberg show. It's fucking great. That reminds me of there's this one where this wig is alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there, there's a lot of creepy stories in that series. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say they might be remaking it for Apple TV Plus, or I heard they were doing it, maybe it got canceled. I remember they were talking about it though for a while. And I think one of the movies later on in my life that really cemented like a love for horror or like a, a like a real drive for it was Scream. Oh, and yeah. Scream was cool. And then that was like kind of my first like real murder mystery also. But also it was like about all the kids that I wish I was like all the, the cool older kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what really missed me out though? Was, and it's horror movies was, was never something I sought out. But the ones that always get me and, and captivate me were the... Were, are always the real ones, the true crime ones, but based on a true story, un- unsolved mysteries. The Scary. the way they they recap the yeah. the stories. It's on Amazon. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I I probably still won't watch it to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes they had like legit ghost stories too. I remember that. Well, the what what was the other one that kind of played off unsolved mysteries? But it's like they told stories and like, uh, do you the, believe? The fact or, of fiction. Yeah, those with some the, of those were really Riker. good, <laughs> and, and and some of those were like I remember that they went on to like this was real like people yeah. thought the fake ones were still real like oh yeah they he got killed from a monster that's underneath his bed or i forget which ones but they were it went into almost like a kind of a urban myth yeah type thing um i would watch those all the time and <laughs> I, I i still would much rather watch like true crimes or things that are more real than a scary monster i don't know it's not i guess it's more preference but zombies, I'm all about zombies. <laughs> zombie games, I think that's what gets you know, me. Zombie um, games. I used to be terrified of zombies because I, I we, we we had I forgot to mention this during the um, Dawn of the Dead, Return of the Living Dead episode. But when I was a kid, I used to live out in the country and I only had like you know a handful of neighbors. And there's one kid just next door that I would go over to and play. And he lived like behind his parent, him and his parents lived behind his grandma's house. And his grandma's friend was coming over when I was coming over. And she's walking around with this metal uh, bucket. And inside the bucket were these dead chickens. And they had their heads cut off. Like you mm. do. And one of the chickens, these headless chickens, jumped out of the bucket and started <laughs> chasing me. So I was afraid of zombies for a while. Yeah. But I remember like zig and zagging and it was zigging and zagging with me. I'm, I'm going give to you, give you a pass on that one. That's a good fear to have at that point. <laughs> yeah. Amazing Stories is being remade. It actually comes out apparently on November 1st on Apple TV+. Plus. You heard it here first. Well, because I was looking, it's like they filmed it last year and I'm like, that must be coming out soon. I looked first episode, Dickinson, comes out on November 1st when Apple TV Plus launches. So Breaking news. I don't think it's going to be as subversive as the original series was because Apple TV has been real hardcore about like family friendly. and I don't know. I have hopes, but they're not. Especially after Twilight Zone wasn't. Brian Fuller was the original showrunner on it, and much like Brian Fuller do, he walked away. So <laughs> you walk away right now. I don't know. What? <laughs> 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 you turn me right round. I try to make it work. Yeah, I think the things that like got me the most was like watching Twilight Zone, watching the old like just creepy Twilight Zone 50, was good too. Stuff. I always just like the twist. I think with Goosebumps too had yeah. that twist. Obviously, Twilight Zone is like the the master at it. Yeah. Well, I think that might that also dude be was crazy. Uh, why even when I was younger, like Goosebumps and yeah, like even as much as I'll say, like, I like Are You Afraid of the Dark? I didn't love it. 
Yeah. And I think that's probably why I didn't because I was like, oh no, I like the thing these are aping mm. that is frankly well, that's better. The that's the word of the day. But that's why I like the first season of, of Doctor Who of the newer seasons. Yeah. God, they had those like twists, you know? Yeah, every episode was its own thing and it yeah. got to live on its own. Yeah. And then like in the 80s, because like the 80s I think was a real like a real seminal time for horror because uh, that was just when like all the real good slasher flicks started coming out like really hitting like yeah. there were some in the 70s but they really hit in the 80s and then i feel like that's more the era of like your midnight monster movies yeah era because i don't think we really get that anymore no no and that, that was the thing it's like i remember going to the movies to see like regular stuff and they would advertise beforehand like come see rocky horror picture show first mm. saturday of every month come see this movie first friday of every month and they would have movies that they just played like the first time i saw night of the living dead was in a theater yeah like i went Somebody in my family took me. I don't remember who it was, but like somebody in my family was like, you need to watch this movie. And I don't know. I, th- I thought it was always cool. Like my mom and dad were really big on like they didn't. They they fr- firmly believed like I could watch things as long as I understood the difference between reality and fantasy. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't think they were real. And I think the first movie that they my mom ever regretted letting me watch was Hellraiser because that did mess me up on a fundamental level. I still have the never watched made it. Out of meat. And it was just so visceral and hmm. upsetting. And like even watching like Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm like, it's a crazy dream, man. Oh, no. But I'm <laughs> fine with it. But then I saw like Cenobites and I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no more movies cues for me. There's a person made of made of no skin that came out of a bed yep. that is upsetting. Slowly got turned into more meat. But yeah. You that, know what really sticks to me too up. is walking down the horror aisle. Because also I don't, we don't get that anymore. Like just... Whore aisle? Yeah, but get some whores. Some nice Whore fishnet stockings. Yeah, just like, like, whoa, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, going to like the video store yeah, and seeing the like the store. full moon videos and yeah, like. or just anything, like just the, the, the whore section, like at an age where I'm not really interested in it, but the covers were just like. Oh, they're so good. Whoa. Yeah. I saw it to this day, the cover to It's Alive scares the shit out of me. Just yeah. it was because it's a, I remember vividly, it's a the bassinet. Basket. Yeah. And it's got a claw, like a two-fingered claw coming out the edge of it. And that's it. That's all you see. That's my future. And that scared the shit out of me. Parent-in-law's first date movie. Was that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually... Fucked me up. For some reason, reason two, It's Alive is the one that sticks up for me, where it's on the beach. It goes up yeah. like this. <laughs> it's the same. It's I, like a claw. Like I, this. I think that movie, like the the sequels, because I think there was more than the yeah. one. There's like an island. Of None of the rest of them ever scared me because they showed you the creature. Like yeah. at that point, you're like, oh, I know what this is. But that first one, I just remember going to the video store and seeing the bassinet and seeing the fingers coming out of it. And I was like, I don't like this. Big one for me was Dead Alive with the opening up her mouth and there's like eyeballing it. Yeah. God, yeah. Dude, man, I miss video stores. I do too. Um, that pop-up, uh, they'll, they'll probably bring it back eventually. But at, in Burbank, there's the Bearded Lady Mystic Museum. And they have like a little pop-up museum area where a bunch of stuff comes and goes. But they had um slashback video we went last year. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's just dressed, dressed on Facebook. Yeah. And it's just, it's dressed up like an old movie store, but it's all just horror movies. And they have like all the, the boxes in there. They have like a uh, tube TV that has like Freddy's head on it. And it's like, welcome to my, my nightmare, bitch. And then there's a, a section where like all, all these artists like make up their own cheesy horror movies. And it, that really like hit the spot i would like a, a an option on, on even on netflix that it goes sideways and you're like you have to walk down the aisle <laughs> yeah like or a virtual all you, all yeah. you see yeah. are spines and you I have would, to pull them out to look at the cover that'd be sweet but then you bring it up and it's like sorry it's not available yet yeah it's checked out it's checked out it's two-day rental 
I Frank, don't know Frank why Frank this Jailer. is on my list of things on YouTube, but we're, we're going to see oh, so things we the... know about Master of the Universe. All right, we're going to watch Master of the Universe, but we're going to leave you. So we'll see you next time. Uh, my challenge, actually. Yeah. Um, what we do. Sorry, Not what I, we do. I, I feel like we all kind of got our, our spooky things out. I don't want to really do another one. I think this one might come out in October, though. But there's one that I've been really wanting to do with the two of you. It's interactive. Oh, I'm... I'm... We're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Bow, bow, bow. I like it. Yeah. So uh, we will probably meet up first, make characters, and then I have a DM who's going to set up everything. And, and master gonna, the dungeon. And master the dungeon and game the master. And then we're just going to play for like three hours. It's going to be a one-off campaign. And then we'll review our play. But I'm going to put a lot of work on myself here because I'm going to record us playing. And also we're going to just do an episode where we talk about playing. And then as a bonus episode, I'm going to release us, the playing. us playing. Yeah, I like that. That sounds so. good. The first we're hearing of this plan, I'm into it. So I was pretty excited. We the seeds have been planted around the uh, super secret group too. I don't know if you guys noticed how many D and D memes have been popping up. Oh, I've been noticing because it's been on my mind. I'm down. I haven't played in years. I I play Since... off and on like every other month or so with the same group right now. But nice. Are we playing like D and D, like actual D and D? Are we doing like Pathfinder or some weird shit? What no, we uh, we're gonna do fifth edition. So correct. oh, good the fifth. Cool, it's my favorite. Cool. Gonna gonna look up some rules. Fifth, fifth is really good. What did you play? You've played. I played a little bit. Of I assume you played 3.5. Played it sounds uh, like you were around that. 2005? Yeah, you yeah. were playing 3.5. Yeah, which, like a which half, was one of my favorites. Half Barbarian, I think? I played the shit out of 3.5. I played a little bit of the 4th edition. Then I played a little bit of the 5th edition. Okay. I, I played enough of them to like understand okay. where they're at. I just have to do a quick so As long as you know that 5th is great and 4 was bad. 4 was the one that felt like they were trying to add Warcraft abilities into it. It, it was wasn't. Bizarre. It had the cards, right? They, yeah, they just tried to streamline it. That was the only problem. Yeah, and I think they did too. They made it, it sounds up. I think they made it too much of a game. Yeah, instead of that's everyone's argument. But so I, I think Fifth Edition is a perfect blend of that. So it'll it'll be cool. And then, nice. And this is how we start a D and D game. That's what I'm hoping. I didn't know those were like hev- like podcasted heavily. Oh, dude, there's yeah, a it's, lot. That's yeah. Half of the podcast world is either true crime or D and D. Yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> they're moving. There, there's 90%. a lot of video. There's like a lot of. Oh, video we gotta stuff. do a true crime D and D. Get them all. Oh my god, that'd be, that's just called Clue. That's just literally <laughs> but playing the board game. No, Clue. We're gonna, oh, no, we're gonna reenact murders. Wait, is that what Clue is? It's just true so. crime D and D. But it's a paranormal true crime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, we're out of here. We're watching uh, Master Universe now. Bye. Bye. Hello. Oh, bye. Guys, it's on three hours later. Social media. I just need. I just need to make my own clip at the end. <laughs> so you can just add that. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> bye. Bye.